0: time we have news that is relevant for everyone to move from the lower and middle class all the way to the upper class top one percent. Hey everybody, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here. I invented Mexican News and the whole news station and all the stuff to rival the CNNs, the Fox News, the Newsmaxes, the MSNBCs, whether it be far left, far right, or somewhere in the middle, or middle left, middle right. We need a not-for-profit news, a news that is not meant to scare you, a news that is not so concerned with politics unless it's financially taking money out of your pocket or putting money in your pocket. And that's the purpose of MEXIT news. MEXIT stands for Middle Class Exit, and that's what I'm about. I'm fortunate enough to be in the top 1%, and I'm bringing as many people with me as possible. So on Mexit News, you learn about crypto. You learn about blockchain. You learn about things that are relevant, that are excellently relevant, and that are fortified to push you to the next level. So thank you for joining Mexit News. It is a pleasure. You're going to hear this because this is on a podcast. So if you can give a rating, if you can send As much traffic to this podcast as possible to always remain free because using advertisers to pay. So I never have to charge you for the news. Antonio T. Smith, Jr. You can plant better. You can dominate.
1: All right. Welcome back. We are the People's Congress and the People's Congress is in session. Uh, We're excited tonight to have a great show. There's a lot that we're doing. We have our congressmen and women in the House from all over the United States. Uh, And we have some great stories we're going to cover that impacts you, the middle class. We call it Mexit. It's about the middle class exiting. And part of that is getting knowledge to do just that. All right, tonight's big story comes from Maxine. She's the lead off story. Maxine, you got it.
2: Okay, well, listen. The new $3,000 child tax credit is going to, payments will start in July. That's what the IRS is saying. And so what happens with that is that not only do they, they're not going to send the $3,000 all at once. They're going to send it monthly. So you get about $300 each month, but at least they're going to be given these, this $3,000 and it's ages six to 17 is what's going to be receiving it. And so, but you know what, just a few weeks ago, IRS was not even sure if they were going to be able to even send this money, but we're so thankful that they are, but let's not get comfortable with that. Remember, as the middle class, we want to always be aware of what's going on and how are we going to use it? How are we going to invest? Or how are we going to make sure that it is going to be used for the children? Now, as I say, it's going to be happening between here, now and July. So just be, be on the lookout for it. So just be on the lookout for it. So, the most important thing is that you know what? There are about 83 million children. That live in households that will benefit from this, wow. so it's just another way of get again helping what has taken place with COVID and the delay in payments and so forth. But again, don't get too comfortable. Get yourself ready. Take advantages of a lot of these employment opportunities is happening so that you can supplement that three thousand dollars during this year.
1: All right, all right. Be responsible, middle class. Let's talk about it. What would you do? Congressmen and women, if you had three thousand dollars in your pocket right now, so and that's that's the important thing is we got to think about it so we can be about it. If you don't think about it when it hits you, you gonna just do whatever you feel like. You got to have a plan. We talked about that here on uh, the People's Congress with Mexico You got to think through. You got to plan it so that you can protect yourself from making mistakes. The same mistakes that's keeping you where you are. All right, Adrian, what do you got? Uh,
3: first and foremost, you are not getting three thousand dollars. I heard that I heard her say that you was about to get 300 hours spread out over a long time. So I'm not sure if it even sounds the same because $3,000 sound like you're doing
2: something for me. All
1: right, you hold up. Hold up a second, easy. Maxine. Come on, Maxine. That so, is, if you say
2: $3,000? they are going to be totally getting a total of $3,000, but it's going to be dispersed $300 per month. Ah. So Adrian is correct. Ah, I got you. Let's face you it, it's always, the illusion. Illusion. it's always the illusion. It implies as though you're getting a lump sum, but you're not. They're going to spread it out, $300 per month.
1: Gotcha. Okay. That's got you. That
2: makes That's more sense. Middle class. Look, middle sense. class, I was
3: listening. I was hearing <laughs> that. At first I heard $3,000. i am thinking, hallelujah. Then I heard that say 300 And I'm thinking, when is my next check coming? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I'm Already, glad you caught that. I'm glad yeah. you caught that because when she said three thousand dollars, everything else sound like the the dad going uh, Charlie Brown teacher, wa' <laughs> because all I heard was three thousand. No offense, Maxine, I love you, but after three thousand dollars, I don't need to know nothing else. So I, I'm glad
1: you caught it, sister, because I was about ready to get my dad going drink on for real. Though. <laughs> now look, now my question to Maxine is this. It's a child credit, so that means you get three three hundred per child or three hundred per family.
2: No, you're gonna get the three thousand. You will receive the three thousand. But it's a child. is a child tax credit. Then they're gonna start payments in July, so you're gonna receive three hundred dollars per month.
1: Okay, no, but I'm saying yeah. if you have if you have two children, does that mean that you get double that?
2: Yes, yes, it is per child from six to seventeen. So they have to be in the age group, and you know, uh, let's say yeah. Age of six to 17,
1: yes. Okay, all right, good. So, Marquis is going to be happy. He get double for his trouble. Uh, <laughs> I was going
2: to
3: so everyone that has, like, the multiple children, they may benefit immensely, depending oh, yeah. on how many multiples you actually have in your house. Yeah, so, yeah. This, this sounds like more, like, the more, the better. You, you know, like, if you only have one, you might have to figure that out because your 300 is going to be gone before you even know it. Because believe right. it or not, the it's price 300 of $300 in head, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So the biggest, maybe the if you thing. have four kids, then you're looking at an extra $1,200 sitting in your account. So well, then it becomes something different. Right. Now, then it becomes like, oh, okay, they're doing what? But then I'm like Maxine when it comes down to, because we are getting this, You have to start to ask yourself why. Things can't be that good if things are really that bad.
0: Wow. Wow. We know
3: that you're looking at something and you're living in a that bad situation. Don't keep letting people keep throwing money at us and say, ah, we're making everything better because what they're doing is they're trying to tell us that money is the answer, is the end all be all. And we already know that that is actually the biggest trick that we have to worry about. All right, middle so. class,
1: let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, because you bring up a really good point. We don't, we don't want to go negative on every issue, but that's a really, really good point. Now, we want to slow down and we want to talk about that because when you give people money, sometimes they do, well, I mean, Marquis said it earlier. You said 3,000, I just blacked out. Like, that's all I need to know, give me my check. Like, when is that coming? That it creates that. So let's talk about that. What are the pros and cons of that? You know what? You know
4: what, Steve? The, the, the best thing that, that you, you said was uh, earlier was that you have to plan for the money, because if you don't plan, that money's just going to go to buying Smurf buckets. I mean, it's going to go to anything. You know Good. what I'm saying? It's going to it's gonna go to anything. You're going to yeah, be like, true. you know what? I want extra cheese on that burger. You know, it's going to go on anything. But yeah. if, if you take that money and you account for it and you put that money aside, or if you give it an actionable thing to do, like work for you, then at the end of that cycle, you can see that lump sum plus whatever interest that it gained, or you could see a product that that you built with that money. So I would, I would encourage everybody to come on over, get your education, use the money wisely. At the end of the cycle, you will have more education and you will have an opportunity to
1: build upon what you've learned. All right. This moment is brought to you by ATS, the place to go to get educated. Make sure you come and get connected, get educated. Tons of We have tons of courses for everyone. I mean, we got Bitcoin, we got finances, we got real estate, whatever you need. We probably already got a course for that. So you got to get locked into ATS, and we're thankful that you're joining us tonight on the People's Well today on the People's Congress. We are Mexit, middle class exit, and the way you do that is by getting educated, right? Getting educated. So uh, let's see. I saw somebody raise their hand. They wanted to get in. All right, Maxine.
2: Okay. So the other thing about this, then you know, there's got to be a, a flip, right? You know, it's going to pertain to those who make at least seventy five thousand dollars or less, or no, no more than $150,000 for married couples.
1: Okay.
2: And affecting what? The middle class.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's dead end right in the center of middle class.
2: Right in the middle. And so I wanted to make sure I brought that out because that's what we do. That's why we are talking about this. Mm-hmm. How is it going to affect the middle class? And again, you got those restrictions, not only age for the children, but now you have the what annual salary.
1: Right. Okay. Now there, there's a limit on the age for the children. That's the first time I heard that. Right. Uh, do you, do you know that with the age?
2: Up to 17. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's good. So living in the household, basically.
2: Right. Basically. Okay. Yeah.
1: Got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Except for the boomerang kids that come back, you know, when they're in their twenties and thirties. All right. So, um, all right. So what else, what else we got on that subject about middle-class getting $3,000 stretched out over time, 300 per month.
5: Well, yeah, one thing we got to do, guys, we got to talk about uh, the human side of all this, and a lot of us already mentioned too, as well. I wrote down some notes as Maxine was talking and Anne Marquise was talking. First of all, you people want to spend it all, you know, get it all at one time. That's one reason why they don't give it to you at all at one time, because it's going to be gone in like an hour in most cases. So that's one thing. Also, too, we what we don't want people to spend it before they even get it. I think Adrian was kind of going along with that that area. You know, you know it's coming but you already got it spent. And only have, Mm -hmm. so we really want to uh, encourage people to think about it. The strategy, the planning, come on guys, plan this out as well. So we don't want you to spend it before you even get it. And somebody mentioned about a budget. Come on now, let's budget that right in there. Now, also two guys, we got to talk about a potential solution. Now I'm not a CPA. I'm just saying you could take some of that money and get yourself a mutual fund folks and have a good time with that. So anyway, we got some people in our network that can help you with that, that are licensed for that. But that's what I do. I've got a mutual fund and it's doing very well, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to just let y'all know, plan your work and work your plan. Thank you so much. Good.
1: That's good. Now, Um, that's good advice. What we're going to do, and I just, you know how I do, I just make up shows. So we're going to do a show on finances Uh, because of some of those terms you said, the middle class needs to learn. They need to get that. And we're going to elevate them with that knowledge uh, on a future show. So, uh, Jerome, you said it looked like you had something.
6: Yeah, I, I did. Um, the, this um, this money falls on the stimulus package, and one of the things that we really need to understand and, and 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 I'm glad we're in this organization. I'm glad we're in Mexico because you know we're trying to educate the middle class on how to get out of it. But we need to understand that our government is not expecting us to save this money. Our government is not expecting us to invest this money. Our government is not expecting us to set this money aside and to use it wisely. Our government is expecting us to take this money and to go out and spend it and stimulate the economy, to stimulate companies and businesses. Unfortunately, if we do that, the economy will improve, but we'll stay broke.
1: Come on now. Woo!
3: Um, we hit
1: a mexican moment so quick it, that is a mexican moment brought to you by the red all right all right <laughs> can
3: i just get one real quick
1: go ahead get in there
3: make sure you don't be out here trying to have no babies so you can get in there on this <laughs> extra money that they <laughs> right. talking about is about to come out
1: that's right put it, it in, put have it in be the a,
3: air in just in case nobody ain't said that don't yeah. you go have no baby Talking about, they gonna give me extra money.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the
3: baby.
1: Yeah, the baby has to be from Pampa, wearing to seventeen. That's the that's the criteria right there. All right. So we want to make sure we we understand that. Um, I do want to uh, I want to talk about a little bit the um the plan. So let's. I, I feel like we really need to take a second and talk about the plan. And I want to hear from some of the panelists that haven't spoken. I'm gonna go to Telly then Vicky. Um, I want you guys to talk about three hundred dollars. What do you What is some advice you could give to someone that's getting $300 from this plan?
7: Well, I would definitely think about a a savings account of some sort, especially for the child in question. I remember in one of the other shows we talked about um, just having provision for your child and You know, I'm always talking about how college wasn't worth it. So maybe having uh, savings for, again, vocation, you know, trade school, or, you know, if they have a plan um, to where they want to start their business when they uh, leave high school. Um, Mm -hmm. So saving, looking at the future, uh, because as we mentioned, the money is definitely intended for right now. Um, And you see that, like, you see people out. I mean, one minute we're crying about a pandemic, but everybody is everywhere. I'm like, y'all are just everywhere. Like go go home or do something else. So uh, plan for the future, not for right now.
1: Good, good advice. All right, Vicki.
7: I mean, I- I tell you pretty
8: much just said it all. I, I don't really have anything that was that was pretty incredible. I mean, save, yeah. you know what Definitely I mean? If you've got, you've got three hundred dollars. I mean, and and plan. That's what I heard. Save and plan. And so, I mean, I have I have nothing better to add to that. I think that's I'm just going to snaps on that.
1: That's good. All right. So this is what I want to do. I'm going to do we're, this is what we're going to do. Let's just say we're in a community together. We know we all get three hundred dollars. I want y'all to think, and we're going to do this for the middle class. This is an exercise because this is what happened to me literally today. A millennial came to me, a really good friend of mine named Charles, and um, he was telling me about cryptocurrency. He said, you know, I've been wondering about cryptocurrency, and I think that's something I need to get into. And and I was actually asking him because he's going on, on a uh, he's leaving to go to another state to live and start a new job and everything. And I really love, love this. Brother. He's a good guy. And I said, Look, if you need any money, just let me know. You got my number. If you need anything, anytime, call me. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of guy I am. So then the conversation went to what he's going to do. And then he was like, You know, the, the cryptocurrency, I think, is uh, something I need to get into. And I decided that I was going to go ahead and do that before I left. I said, You did? He said, Yeah. He said, I went ahead and bought $1,400 worth. You could have bought me for a penny. I'm trying to get this man some money. He didn't drop $1,400 on cryptocurrency. I was like, Can you go buy $1,400 for me? I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. So there are people who are planning, who are thinking, right? So I want us to do a little experiment. You got $300 and you know it's coming every month. How can you take that money, not save it? Because we already talked about saving. So that's one option. How do you flip that money? How do you have that money make money for you? What's some ideas? Real estate. What can you do
4: with $300 with real estate? I could uh, could definitely take a, a course in real estate to learn how to make money. And h- how to work with investors, okay. like I'm doing, like I'm doing now. And it didn't really, it didn't take that much money. It yeah. didn't take that much money at all. I mean, once you initially get that, once you get the ball rolling with the education, you're going to have more people come to you with more education, and you really are not going to spend that much money if you. Learn what you need to learn and ask the right questions. And that's the key. You have to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who actually know more than you do and who Mm. are not afraid to share information.
8: Are you a creator looking for a home? A place to genuinely call home, a place to put all of your work, all of your creations, someplace where you know it will get the attraction, you'll get the followers, the subscribers that you deserve and you need. ATS TV is the place for you. If you want a place where you can call home, reach out to us. Email us at info at com and find out how you can become a creator on ATS-TV today. We want you, and you want us. Them, Welcome home.
0: Tell them what's a link in the description.
8: Click the link in the description to find out more about ATS-TV and to see where you will soon call home.
3: Tell him Antonio said hi.
1: That sounds like me. That sounds like somebody we know, Antonio T. Smith Jr., ATS. And uh for the low low price of less than a hundred dollars, you too can take a real estate class through ATS. Let's go. go. All right, next person.
2: That's okay. um,
5: yes, ma- yes, powerful. Go ahead, Maxine.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm gonna, of course, encourage them to, as you just said, development. Yeah. Develop yourself. I mean, look at the skill set. Look at there are some gap areas that you know that you need to bridge that gap area that's going to propel you and move you forward. That's Mm -hmm. another way of thinking. And with the children, you know, with the parents, hey, let's start looking at what do we need to do for the children? Where do we, what courses do we need to put them in? Mm -hmm. Let's look at their gifts. Let's Mm -hmm. start, you know, developing that gift even further. Mm-hmm. That's just some of the things to think about. Of course you know with me doing the ability assessment I'm always talking about right. Investing in that so that that yeah. child will understand one the learning styles is a part mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and two what mm-hmm. career path should they be taking based on mm-hmm. what they're already gifted at doing mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow that's good you know what this is a good time to do this Why don't you guys flip to your to your websites look if you guys are looking for an assessment for your student or yourself make sure you call Maxine Phillips to reach out to her at levelless code. Dot-com Put up your websites, guys. While we're moving through this, and we're gonna do introductions in just a second. Um, And uh, someone else was a drum, drum. You had something.
6: No,
1: okay, good. Now look, I want to tell you something about. Um, I'll come to you in just a second, Adrian. I I want to tell you about a lady in my neighborhood that flips. Learn how she told me how to flip money. Mm-hmm. All right, what she did was, you guys ever had the frozen icy cups in the styrofoam, mm-hmm. the Kool-Aid frozen in the cups? Mm-hmm. Right. So I remember one day when I went to her house, I looked into her freezer, her deep freezer. She had about 150, 200 ices frozen. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you sell that at a dollar each, that's $200. Guess what? She she made that with Kool Aid. Yeah. You can buy 10 packs of Kool Aid for like <laughs> fifty. Okay. And some sugar. So the cost of the Kool Aid packs and the sugar, she made $200 per freezer. So when you talk about flipping money, there's a way to do it um, and do it legally. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's options out there. And I'm just saying we got to look at everything that's yeah. out here that can help you and your family. You might have different giftings, different things you can do. Um, but we want to hear from you. What are the things you don't? What's your side hustle? Matter okay. of fact, you know what? We want you to post that. Let us know what your side hustle is. Give us your website and let us support you. Because here at uh, the People's Congress and ATS, we believe in one thing, and that is what? Group economics.
3: Group economics.
1: Group economics. If you got something we need to buy, guess what? We need to buy it. And if we don't need it for ourselves, we need to buy it for somebody else and support you. All right. All right. So, uh, does anybody have anything else they want to they want to talk about that that three hundred dollars? Absolutely. Adrian, I flip. Maybe Adrian has something. Go ahead, Adrian. I
3: was gonna say I got a flip now. If you're getting three hundred dollars, and if it's a corner start, now if it was to come right now, that would say you go to the dollar store. A family dollar, per se. The one that would give you the nicer of the nicer. You go in and you find something of quality. If you see something in the home decor realms or whatever, and then you can literally either sell these products, right? Or actually have raffles and draw it and say that for Mother's Day, you're going to raffle this one or for and then next month you get it for father's day. And whatever the you sometimes you got to make them up. You know, if you're going to this is this is the how you can constantly flip. But if you're, you know, flipping, saving, you're not only, you know, helping someone, but you're not also just running around. And also another good way to do it is just to find something small to invest in. Because remember that it's really not your money. So, if you never really had it to begin with, mm-hmm. you really didn't have it. So, now that they're giving it to you, it's extra, but you've already been making it without it, truth be That's told. Mm-hmm. So, That's now good. the money that you have, now you can invest it in something. Mm-hmm. And instead right. of saying you only have $10 to invest, you really know you can at least do 200 of it because all $300 was not even yours.
1: That's good. Now I want to add to something you said earlier because I think it's a great idea. Go to the dollar store and find some items. And you know what you can do? You can find little, um, little foil painting. Get you a brush, and you can just brush on there a scripture, or you can brush a positive saying or positive word, and you can paint. You can paint that, or you can get the little stickers and stick them on there, and you can sell them. And you can do it around holidays. You know, we got tons of holidays throughout the year, so you can do different ideas like that for a dollar. You. That's what you bought it for but you can sell it for five ten times as much if you make it really look nice and people who you buy from will consistently buy from you if you keep creating those kind of small trinkets there's another thing i want to do and i want to put this out there to the middle class why don't you do a 100 challenge for your kids or the kids in the neighborhood a 100 challenge and what you do is you give each one of them ten dollars get 10 kids or you got two kids give each one of them 50 dollars and say i want you to show me how you're going to take this money and increase it. I want you to, and I'm gonna give you a couple of ideas. I want you to even Google how to flip $50, or $100. And I want I'm gonna challenge you. And if you show me, you can flip this money that you can get an increase off this money. I'm gonna give you double that back to do the next time. And Tell just get them me. into the mindset that I can actually make money by creating with my own mind, an idea, and then people will buy it from me. Yes, who had that, who had their finger up? That's
3: a really good idea, Steve.
1: Yeah. That's so a, now, a, now this is the awesome question is, this legal? Is illegal? <laughs> if it's your child, it's legal. You know why? Because you can put your child at the end of your property with a lemonade stand. You know what I'm saying? So there's some things within your family you can do because it's a family project. It's not like you're trying to go into business. It's just they're selling, they're trying to sell some items, right? Now, if you're going to make some real money, you, you definitely want to get set up under, you know, an LLC or an S Corp. You want your parents to help you structure that. But even that process lifts the middle class up again even just them learning how to do this. And now the next step, we're making a little bit of money. Now the next, very good point, Maxine, thank you. The, the, the next step is that we got to legalize this thing. We want to make sure we're paying our taxes, we're putting mm-hmm. stuff in savings, and mm-hmm. then you begin this process of elevating them and educating them so that they can
5: empower the next generation. All right, so who has uh, something next? Absolutely, I would- man, you know I had to jump in on this because I love this conversation tonight because we're talking about strategy. We're talking about planning, ladies and gentlemen, for the future. For our children, let's talk about that $300. Hey, guess what? You can take that $300. I already kind of mentioned that you can invest that into their education. We're talking about getting them some books that they need, right? For their area of interest that mom and dad determine, right? They may have to buy a book to get ready for that particular subject. How about this? They can even get a certification, guys, at the right age, they can get certified in a certain area and get ready for that. Too as you well, that with that $300, they can because get ready they, for the
1: days they, they are, they don't yeah.
5: have older, they can do it now, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, there's a lot of opportunity there. The goal is to plan their future step by step, and when they get out of this, you know, far as the schooling, they're, they're ready to go right into the system or start their own business, guys. It's amazing when they get ready, but she'll use that $300 to make it up to $30,000 a month. Ooh, come oh, on, that's powerful. That's what I'm talking let's, about. Let's do
1: that. <laughs> All right, so look. So then what I would do with that is I would give them a budget. And yeah. I would take them to a place like Books A Million or Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got a lot of books. Yeah. And I would tell them, look, this is your challenge today. I make it a game. Yeah. This yeah. is your challenge today. Find you a book about something you love. I'm giving you 15 minutes. Yep. Find a book, something you love, that you're going to read from front to back and show me that you love it. I'm going to buy that book for you today. Go. Yeah. Have a run and do it. Now, this is something I did with my kids. There was a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I don't know if you guys have seen that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. Well, there was one for kids, Robert Kiyosaki, and and yeah, Robert Kiyosaki. I wanted my kids to read the book, but I didn't want to make them read the book. Right, right. I wanted them to read the book. Right, right. So imagine, I bought the book and I slid money in the back of the book. Right. And I put the book down. I said, "I want y'all to read this book." Left it there. Neither one of them ever read that book. Right. Had they read the book, I'm not gonna tell you all the amount, but had they read that book, that money was sitting inside that book, waiting for them. That was good. My so th- that's the kind of stuff we got to do and i probably now that i think about it i probably should have put the money in the front of the book to incentivize that if you read it i'll give you double that at the end of the book now that i think about it because i really wanted them to not just learn the lesson but i wanted them to read the book all right? so all right so um uh,
6: that's like the kevin hart story where his mother put all of his rent money in the bible in the
1: bible yeah
6: If you get back to him had you read your bible had you read your bible and he felt so stupid because all of his rent checks were for the whole year were in the Bible, but he yeah. never read the Bible. And uh, that, that Kevin had made, and, and Kevin, you, you're really on the money with the education and the books, because what went through my mind when you said that, and, and I know each one of us can relate to this. In our society today, we, we talk about the importance of education, we tell our children to do well in school, and they do, and they graduate from high school, and then when it's time to go to college, they don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to major in, but they're spending your money or student loan money to go to college. And then after they've been there a semester or a year or two, then they change. And then by the time they graduate, that's not what I really want to do. And then they got to go take some more classes. But if you start them now in different fields and in different areas, when it doesn't cost that much, they can go, I like this, Oh no, this sucks. I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. And it costs you a whole lot less money now than it will when they're 18, 19, and 20 years old.
1: Come on now, that's good. Boy, you are the Mexican I'm man. He is working it out it. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. It's because,
6: um, because, I'm, here. It's because I'm here. I'm, in, there I'm
1: we in,
6: go. <laughs> in the box. It happens to you.
1: There we go. So, uh, so let me tell you what I did to my son. I did this to my, actually our children. I told them that I'm not paying for college and they were like in middle school. I told them, I said, I'm not, I'm not. And I would say it around other parents. People have discussions. like, yeah, you're going to college. And I'm like, yeah, they're going, but I ain't paying for it. I ain't paying a penny for college. I just kept saying it, kept saying it. So by the time we got to, and what I would say is I'm not paying for their college because of the reasons you said, Um, I'm not paying for their college, but when they get out, when they want to start a company, I will be the first to give them the money to start their company. So that's kind of the way I balance that out. So I told my son uh, when he was in the 11th grade, he was taking he's a math science kid. He was taking um, some college level courses and I needed him to focus. And I was like, OK, because I can't help you in school because I don't know nothing they teaching you. So you had to figure that out. So I told him, I said, look, um, if you get straight A's the whole year, I'll buy you a car. Because that's what he wanted. And when as a parent, if you can tie the reward that they want into the thing you need from them, They'll be self-motivated to achieve that goal. That's the concept. So I told him, I said, if you get straight A's the whole year, I'll buy you a car. Guess what he got? Straight A's the whole year. Now, let me tell you what that did. It made me owe him a car, number one. So that, okay, I said it. But look, what it really did for him, he got to the 12th grade. He passed the 12th grade. He was the number seven student in his class, the top-ranking African-American male. And he got a full-ride scholarship to UNC Chapel Hill. And I didn't have to pay for college. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. That's, hey, that's how you do that. That's how you do that. So yeah, we got to be wise about it and help our kids understand.
2: But you said a great point that you have to tie the reward with it. Yeah. And that way, the incentive is for them and they have the desire, the motivation and everything else that goes along with it. And middle class, that's what we must continue to do. We yeah. can't just start it. We have to continue to do it. It should be an ongoing thing. And this is how we start bridging that generational gap. You know, yeah. we talk about there's not going to be enough what money left to the next generation. This is the way we can break that. We can stop that cycle.
1: Yeah, and and the other thing too is you got to think about this. This will help the middle class right here. Stop buying your kids shoes and clothes and electronics and all these gadgets. Stop it. Stop it. Because you need your kids to grow up with the right reality. So now, what we're going to do, because you're in the middle class that's exiting that thought, now we're going to do as soon as your kid said, I want this, you say, Really? Let me think about it. I'll get back to you. And every time they hear you say that, they know what's coming. What's coming is a plan to help them get. What they're asking for, you're not just going to buy it because you. I love my kids. I'm gonna go, but no, that's not what you had to work to get the money. They need to work to get the money. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna think through that thing. You're gonna say, okay, my kid wants X. Okay, now I see when I can buy it. All right, that's the timeline. So this is what I'm gonna do. This is the thing I need them to do for me, in my house, in my community, in my school. All right, if they good in the house, they're doing their chores, they're respectful. Great. Well, you know what? In the community. I'm going to need you to go on Saturday and help Miss Johnson cut her grass. I'm going to need you to go and deliver food with, with your uncle. You know he's going out every weekend. He needs people to carry on packages. right? Think through how can I get my kid motivated to help build up the community. And then the next thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that they are conscious of the fact that I'm earning the thing I want. Right? And if they go, can't you just give it to me? You say no, because when I go to work, they don't just give me money. I got to give them time. I got to give them work. Then they pay me, so I'm just treating you the same way I'm treated. They might not like it at the beginning, but they're learning a valuable lesson that in this world you got to work for what you want. It's not just going to be given to you. Right. As a matter of fact, the reality is you can work for what you want. Nobody has to give you instructions. You can figure it out for yourself. By the way, Adrian, your hair looks fabulous tonight. Just want to let you know you are doing it, girl. All
5: right, all right. So, uh, and, right. and Stephen, that's, that's the only way to do it: the work. That keep that in mind. That's the key. All of us here have worked. That yeah. is a given. You gotta work, ladies and gentlemen. In <laughs> fact, you got billionaires that ain't leaving nothing to their family members because they ain't earned it. <laughs> so you that's gotta earn it. So Warren Buffett said
1: that. Yes, yeah, I'm saying, man. He so took money and He took half of his money and gave it to Bill Gates, the Bill Gates and Melinda Gates Foundation, while he's alive. And he said, I am not leaving any of this money for my family. Why? Because yeah. they didn't earn it. They don't know what to do with it, and it would destroy my family. So mm-hmm. that's just amazing. That's coming from Warren Buffett. He's probably going to just get a rest of charity before he dies. All right. So uh, let's see who we're going to go to next door. We're going to go ahead. And- oh, go ahead, Marquis. Well, I, I, I wanted to throw in a little extra sauce, if you will. What kind of
4: sauce is that? This is the good stuff. But, All right. but anyway, good stuff, anyway, baby. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, I, listen, man, the, the the biggest thing that we're talking about here is mindset, and if you do not, if you do not have the proper mindset, you can't even you can't you can't tie your shoe. So, <laughs> one of the best ideas that I've heard about setting a mindset, you got to get them early. That's why when you see these new trends, regardless of what it is, they always go after the young people. When I was a kid, uh, click at a ticket. We we you know yeah. You know, in, in my day, you didn't have to wear a seatbelt. And then when I was coming up, all of a sudden seatbelt laws changed and the kids were educated and we started talking to the parents about, hey, you might want to do this.
1: Because mm-hmm. They taught you from
4: school. They were actually teaching you something in school back then. Yeah, that's exactly right. But here's here's the idea. Going into a comic book store with a bunch of, you know, four five, six year old kids they're already excited because they're looking at their superheroes and they're they're there in the house with the superheroes. Mm-hmm. And what, what I found interesting is that when you can correlate somebody like Batman, somebody like Iron Man who has money, oh, yeah. you can then teach the young people about annuities, IRAs. You can teach them about real estate. You can teach them about credit cards. You can teach them about automobiles. You can say, hey, Batman has a certain piece of equipment that he needs X, Y, Z, and how much you think he's going to pay for it. Mm, I mean, good. you can int- you can introduce to the young, to the youth, to the very young people, the idea of money management at a very young age through the interest that they have, which is like something as simple as superheroes. All right, and now then, look, you,
1: you <laughs> got me. You got, oh, go ahead, and then what?
4: Well, uh, you're, again, you're you're setting the mindset without putting pressure on them. They're mm-hmm. already open to the idea of just being there,
1: and you can just slide this in as an undercurrent. All right. So, so you. This is how my gift works. See, now, my gift is flowing. Let me tell y'all what just went through my head. I already and, know. Uh, Antonio T. Smith Jr. If you're watching this, this is from the People's Congress. We want to work on this project. Okay. It is the People's Congress Hero Academy. People's Congress Hero Academy. And the first part of the academy is the financial arm. We want to create a boy game and a game to teach kids exactly what Marquise just said. Because that's how we empower them is by using the games to teach them the principles and then help them apply the principles in real life. That's what the People's Congress does. Come on. That's that's what we're gonna do.
4: That's a great idea. idea.
1: That is awesome. multi multi-million that's cool. idea from the people's congress, and we all will get paid off of that. That is that's that is
4: awesome. That,
1: and and I'm telling
4: you, this is coming from a place where I've I've seen kids tear each other down for being smart, and we have to get out of the mindset that it's a bad thing to be smart. That oh, you know, you get too much attention because you're smart, and so therefore nobody wants to speak up because they don't want to be the the one getting ridiculed. Why don't we all encourage the smarts so that we all can lift one another up? We all can raise our hand when the teacher call on us.
1: All right, so, so let's talk about the middle class because that right there, I've seen that issue, and there is a solution, and let's talk through the solution because what they're doing currently is the problem. They're saying, hey, look, these two or three in the class are smart. Why can't you guys be smart like them? And instantly you divide the class and they're going to get beat up. All right. So this is how we, this is my solution. And I want to hear from you, one from you. This is what I would do. I would take that smart kid and I would take that biggest bullying kid in the class and I would take them both aside and give them a project and tell them, this is what I want you to do. Figure out how to use his smarts and your smarts that you haven't even discovered yet and create something where you can make money together. And then I would help them see how together they can do it. And this is outside the class. And then once we got that idea solid and we tried out, they would present in front of the class what they did. Now that kid that was the bully is now empowered by knowledge. And guess what he is? He is now the champion for that kid that was getting beat up. And he's saying, You better stay away from this dude. This is my dude right here. We making money. Then his little click is like, look, get us down with that. How we get some of that? I see you got, you know, you guys are going on trips and eating out, getting pizza parties. How do we get in? Then you invite the whole crew in. Now you got a solid class, and everybody's risen to the same level. That's how you do that. All right. right. You're bringing tears to my eyes. All right.
4: I mean, uh, look, look, that right there yeah. is fire.
5: Yeah, exactly. That's fire. Powerful. I mean, you know,
4: powerful. I, I might have to take a break and just
5: clean my <laughs> <your> eyes. <laughs> matter, <laughs> of fact, matter of fact, guys, I want to give you guys just a quick caveat. Y'all don't give all your stuff up right now. Don't, some of the stuff's top secret. Don't give it all.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's all right. Look, just like, look, ATS, running by ATS is we moving. Full speed ahead. By the time they see us, we're gonna be gone. So Smoke. they don't hear it. We're already working on it. It's, it's already, already done. It's already, it's already
3: yeah, done. That's,
1: that's what we're it's about. Adrian, I want to ask you a question. Oh, go ahead, Adrian. And then I'll go to Vicki. I want to ask you a question about her kids. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say it's already done. Everything that you guys are speaking is great. Um, I was I haven't been in the classroom since 08. But I will tell you that in 08, if you were smart, you were getting beat up for asking questions. You were be getting beat up for just wanting to know more. So what you're saying is definitely true. It's 2021 now. I like I can only I think that most kids like the kids have changed because of the virtual learning. They actually like school again because they actually got involved in the actual lesson and not so much of the bullying and everything else. But when it comes down to putting it together. Steve, you got something there, you got something there because you always take your worst to teach it and then that's the best. And if someone could hear that right there, that is love. You just fixed a lot of situations.
7: Come on, let's go.
1: Now we we gotta help the teachers teach, right? This is the the whole concept is middle class. We're not about sending our kids to school for eight hours and having the teacher have to handle our own children. We're gonna partner with the teachers See what we can do now. You know, look, we all work, but guess what? If I got kids, they're my kids, so they're my responsibility. I should be thankful to the teacher for helping me elevate my children's minds for eight hours. You know what I'm saying? Most parents don't even talk to their kids for more than an hour combined in a day. All right. Imagine having them knucklehead. I mean, those beautiful little children for eight hours. All right. So now, Vicky, Vicky's at in uh, Podium REA. She works with uh, youth all the time. So, what's the power of taking a kid who comes from the inner city into your program? and maybe a little hesitant at first and then take them through that process of learning. And what happens when they, they finally get it and come alive?
8: Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful transformative process to be a part of. I mean, you start out, um, you know, not sure of yourself, of, of, you know, what you're saying, you know, not, not sure that you even, you know, you know, like communication or, or getting your word out to other people. Um And, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially with Podium, because we focus on writing, communication, literacy. um So it's all about the communication, all about writing down how you feel and sharing it with others. Um, and so you start out, you know, young folks not feeling confident in themselves. And all of a sudden they get that safe, supportive space, that mentorship. And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe it's, you know, hey, Miss Vicki, will you read my piece for me? Um, you know, and so maybe you read, you know, their piece that next week and then you say, Hey, you know what, but it sounds so much better when you do it, right. Because it's your words, it's your story. So I could read it, you know, but, but I did that last week, you know, let's, let's do something new this week. And so it's just, you know, it's a process, it's a relationship building, you know, it's not just a, all right, we're going to learn this lesson and move on. It's all right, this, I'm going to meet you where you are, you know, and if you're, you know, if you're, you're still in that process, then, then let's work together. Um, And so it's so beautiful to just see at the end of the, you know, at the end of the program, at the end of the quarter, whatever, you're when you're working with your young folks, um, you know, just to see maybe they started out, I'm not sure, you know, and then at the end, you know, they want their first to raise their hand and say, hey, you know, I want to read my story. Hey, maybe I wrote something outside of this program and I want to bring it in and share it. And so, like I said, transformation, you know, that's really what that, that, that empowerment, Right. exactly i don't eat. i'm going the wrong way kevin i still i still have i'm backwards i'm still <laughs> backwards in the virtual world but but no exactly absolutely
1: and then you know what happens to an empowered kid they empower other kids you know i learned that in elementary school when i was i went to baker elementary school now, matter of fact marquise went to baker elementary school um i went to baker elementary school and um in my class i made sure that everybody was empowered. Like I'm not having no idiot come in my class trying to roll nothing. If there's gonna be a bully, it's gonna be me, and I'm gonna be the superhero of my classroom, right? And he, and he was. He was. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so, and look, because as a kid, I could see I could see people around me that were examples because they had knowledge that they would share with me. I mean, I had people who would speak into my life and make me feel good. So when I came to other people's lives, I wanted them to feel good, right? So. That's what we want to do is we want to have our kids get so confident within themselves. Like Maxine, when they go through her course and they start getting that assessment, they come in blind to who they are and what their abilities are. When they come out, they're transformed. They're like, man, I didn't even know all that was in me. Now they can be empowered to do something. And I think that's the how we transition even having our kids exit that middle-class thinking. We got to deprogram them is what it comes down to. We have to deprogram them and get in the position to be empowered. Why do you think, why do you think that Marquise has sons that has uh, a company where they're making the good sauce. That didn't happen because they just were like, one day, hey, I'll make good sauce. No, they have a father who's been in business for so long. They're like, if my father's doing it, or if my mother's doing it, or my cousins and aunts and uncles are doing it, I can do it. Hmm. And they have somebody they can ask questions to, right? So that's what we want to do is get in the position that we empower them through even the little bit of bit of knowledge that you have can empower other people. My mom sat me down one day. She said. Uh, she was sewing something up and, and uh, she said, you know, I want to teach you to sew. And I was like, what? I was like maybe 12 years old. And I'm like, what? So I was like, why? She's like, because you need to know. I'm like, I don't need to know. She said, look, when you get married one day, if your wife doesn't need how to know how to sew, then who gonna sew this button on your shirt? Let me show you how to sew. I sat down, learned how to sew. And guess who's sewing for my family? This guy right here. because My wife does not know how to sew. You know what I'm saying? So we got to give the knowledge that we have. Um, all right, so we want to um, right now. Let's go into introductions. We're we're uh, almost at the halfway point, so let's start off with uh, uh, the Let's Think Change Grow Man. What you got, draw? <laughs>
6: <laughs> folks, I'm a CEO of Let's Think Change Grow, and in our company, that's exactly what we do, folks. We help you to think, to change, and to grow, and maximize your greatness.
1: Hey. That's good. Maximize your greatness. Love that. All right. The one in the
5: Mexican Man Square. Kevin, what you got? Ladies and gentlemen, all across the globe, welcome to your future. This is Kevin Vaughn, CEO and founder of the MLT Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a global network. And guess what? The bet is on you. What is the bet? The bet is we deal in business, education, training, and technology. We're excited about that. Go to mltnetworks.net. MLTnetworks.net out of the metro Atlanta area. Kennesaw, Georgia, thank you so much. All right. It took me a second to understand what you meant by bet,
1: but you rolled out that acronym really nicely, sir. Appreciate that, elevating people. Marquise with the good stuff sauce. Yes, sir. I am Marquise Washington coming straight
4: out of Indianapolis, Indiana. I am the marketing director for the upstart company called DMW Enterprise which produces a sauce called the good stuff created Mm. from the mind and taste buds of my son david who is 16 in a few weeks if you ever tried it you're going to be licking
1: all day long so (laughs) you'll see it is coming that's what's up all right vicky
8: Hey everybody! I'm Vicky Royan, the executive director of Podium RVA. We do writing, communication, leadership programs for our middle schoolers, for our high schoolers, for our recent graduates. So you know, come visit us at www.podiumrva.org.
1: All right, and they got a poetry competition coming up. Make sure we talk about that before we finish the day, Vicky. All right, okay. tell it. You're gonna tell it,
7: Good evening, America. This is Yemo Tali-Kwashi, recent transplant to Long Island, New York. I am aspiring to become a business owner and currently pursuing a career in social advocacy.
1: That's what's up. All right, Adrian. Uh-oh, are you there? All right, Maxine, we're going to go to Maxine and then we'll come back to Adrian. Go ahead, that
2: uh, Hello everyone. The levelless woman coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina. I am the CEO. That's the Chief Education Officer where right. I help individuals to understand their natural ability so they can map that into their life, their career and their profession.
1: All right. All right. Miss misunderstood Adrian, are you there?
3: I am misunderstood Adrian, the CEO of IMA Industry. We are the Climate and Culture Specialists. We are coming anywhere, anything to do anything to guarantee that we can change it. I'm also an author of a book called Surviving Tough Times. On your march, get set, go. We can do this thing. We got to do this thing together.
1: All right. And I am Stephen Walker, CEO of Manifest Media Graphic Designs, Branding, and Business Consulting. You can see us at mypurposemypower.com. MyPower.com, MyPurpose, MyPower.com. If you're just now joining us, we are the People's Congress and uh, brought to you by ATS, the only place you can go to get educated for less than $100 a month and get your certifications that you need. Uh, and we are part of MEXIT, Middle Class Exit. We're exiting by empowering and educating people and inspiring people to learn what they need to learn so they can go where they need to go which is the exit out of middle class. All right, so we're going to jump to uh, Telly. Telly, you got the next story. What's going on?
7: There's so many good ones. Um, We're going to go with the Tennessee woman who recently just got vaccinated, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, to be exact, is still pushing for the public to be vaccinated. I know, very interesting. she had several blood clots as a result of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which has been in the news as of uh, late for oh, that has been in the news. Effects. Okay. Yes. Um, and actually, they paused the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because of the adverse effects. Um, and she was unable to walk for a week, but is still saying it is imperative for the public to be vaccinated. Well... <clears throat> I personally disagree. Uh, I think that this push for vaccination uh, is not fair on the public. It's very interesting that all of a sudden the government really cares about our health when we have the FDA approving and not approving for additives and just weird things to be put in our food um, and just our basic household things. So now all of a sudden you care about my health. I need to get vaccinated. We're in this together. No. Whenever I think of this major push or this vaccination error that we're in, I always think of the syphilis, um, the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Yeah. And that's essentially what is being played out, if you ask me. Okay. Um, they're telling you one thing, but there are a whole bunch of other adverse effects that they're not stating. Um, and again, we spoke yesterday on our show about being a self-advocate, advocating for yourself. So you should do what is best for yourself. Now, I don't know about this Tennessee woman, she will definitely be in my prayers, but there is no way that I'm going to be get vaccinated and have clots and can't walk and still say, the vaccine is where it's at. So America, do what is best for yourself, not what is propagated. This is the whole reason One of the major reasons why we started this program is to exit the middle-class, exit that mindset. Don't let, and I repeat, do not let the media and all of their falsehoods force you or try to coerce you to get involved in this big experiment that they have running around.
1: All right, so um, we're gonna jump to Marquise, but I did wanna say right here that know we know that within the uh within our audience there are people who are on both sides of this issue so what we want to do is talk about both sides of the issue we're not going to just take one side or the other we do want to look at at both sides because our audience is you know made up of both people but go ahead marquis what do you got well i I wanted to add to that um
4: the pfizer ceo uh albert uh burla i believe his name is says that the uh you're going to need a third dose uh, more than likely, between six to twelve months from now, to combat the uh, variants of the uh, of the of the COVID strain, okay. and and from there, I, I believe it's going to be a an annual revaccination, just like the common flu, which we haven't heard about in a while. I'm just saying. Uh, also, Fauci, I believe, said said that as well. He, he said it's going to protect us against the virus that you have a 99.7% survival rate from. Um, don't get me started on that. I'm, 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 I don't like this. Um, I don't like ha- having one, two, three, four, and an annual shot. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm with Telly on that one. Um, however, um, people are getting sick and that's kind of being swept underneath of the, the carpet. For, from those who are having damaging effects, my biggest problem is you can't sue anybody. And so when you can't sue anybody and and they're pushing this on you, red flags go up in my head. I'm like, wait, hey, hey, hold on. And the bottom line is, this is an experimental vaccine.
1: I'm not going there. So All right. So so I'm, I'm going to go to Adrian right next, but I do want to say here that um, there are people who are taking the vaccines and by choice they're they're taking the vaccines, and that's what we wanted to be a choice. Um, no one should be made to take anything because it's your body, so you should be able to choose what you want to do with your body, right? So, uh, so we don't want to take that position where you know we want to force people to take it or not to take it. It's your choice. You should be if you're an adult, you should be able to make that decision. If you have children, you should be able to make that decision for your children too. And there are people who are taking the vaccines and they have no effects, no side effects. And there are people who are taking them that are having severe side effects but both of those stories need to be told so that people are educated can make an educated decision. All right Adrian, what you got?
3: Well, I want to say that I would say that I would agree. But then I have to be honest and say I have multiple sclerosis and supposedly they say that I'm one of, you know, those people that need to be vaccined so that vaccinated so that I don't get sick and everything knock on any everything but it don't need to be a not per se because mm-hmm. i have not been yet sick unless it has been a sick and i just didn't know it was a sick so okay. there's a there's a difference in it because how you think you're sick i might have been sick for the last 15 years everything that they say is sick now are the my symptoms that i have every day with multiple sclerosis so my question is are now you that sick that now they just made you as sick as i am so Mm. you don't need to take the medicine because now we're all sick right because you just weren't sick before but i've been sick so i don't know do i need to take the med you you know so when you're getting into dealing with taking something or not taking it you have to take it this is going to make you feel better
1: okay so now, look, there is some recourse, though. There's something, there's some protections in place. If you go to law.lis.virginia.gov just to see an example of this, you can find it for your own state. I was looking this up today, and there are exemptions from immunization requirements. Uh, it is, uh, one is is 12BAC5-110-80, and it says that religious and medical exemptions, There are there are religious and medical exemptions that you can take. Uh, and there's no certification of immunization shall be required of any uh, student for admission to school based on that as well So I would say for you to get a form and I have a lot more on that that I've looked for uh, But there's a form CRE-1 a form uh, CRE-1 that you can look uh, to download There's PDFs online and you can get um, Nota, not- uh, you gotta have a notary public sign it and then you're exempted uh, because of religious or uh, yeah. political issues Yes, how? But what if I
3: just don't want to get it? But see, yeah, if I just right. don't want to get it, I should well, still don't, have the right to just not want to get it.
1: Yeah. if you, you then, have a medical, if you have a medical issue like you just mentioned, that form right. signed by your doctor exempts you from that.
3: Oh uh, well, no! And they, they, and, but those and, are the people that the same people that would you would get the exemption from are the people that are offering you and telling you that you need to take the medicine. That's okay, now that's,
1: that's, a, that's a great that, point. That, did you say that? Let's go there. I wasn't going to get into that today, but let's let's go there. So I actually found this, uh, and this was really interesting. It says, there's some questions that you can ask the, the physician. You never say, I'm not taking, I'm not getting, I'm not getting um, the vaccine. Never right. take that position because then you're, you're opposing what the government is trying to do. And if you do that, then you got an issue. What you do is you ask questions, right? So we, we, let's get into this a little bit. All right. So what you can do is you can ask the questions. Um, and uh, and I probably shouldn't get into it in great detail until I get this vetted through our company through ATS. But I would say just um, look for religious exemptions and for your state or medical exemptions for your state. There are certain things that they're putting in the vaccines and is in all the vaccines that um, are could be complicated with medicine you're taking, for example, or a condition you have. And once the doctor s- says you ask them, is that in? Is this compound or this element in? Uh, the vaccine, and they say yes. You go, oh well, see that's not going to work for me because I have this condition, so I, I, I opt out. Thank you very much. And then you just walk away, no discussion, no talking about it, because you've already dis- determined that there's something that will conflict with your your medical health, right? So, yeah. but I, you know, I'm not going to get into that today. Maybe yeah, Maxine mentioned
5: it yesterday. Yeah, Maxine talked about
7: it the other day
1: right. about that. Yep, yeah, yeah. So right. I'll get with uh, I'll get with ATS to make sure we get that clear before I put that out on the network.
7: What and- it is I'm talking about. I just do, I have one more point. I, I don't think I clarified it when I spoke about the, um, the story per se. I'm not, This isn't a, a bashing against anyone that is going to take the vaccine or who has taken the vaccine. I just think the, the frustrating part for me and I'm sure other um, individuals within the middle class can attest to this is that there's just such a huge push for people to get the vaccine or we'll go back to normalcy once you get the vaccine. Um, but yet we're just hear- hearing all of these horror stories about those who did get the vaccine. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, let's just talk about like the flu vaccine and other vaccines that take time to really develop, to know, like to run tests, trials. Mm-hmm. It's just right. there's just been so there's been such a different approach. Like there's companies offering incentives to their employees if they get it. Like even at a family member's job, they're offering money mm-hmm. for those who get <laughs> Mm-hmm. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Like yeah. and so the the approach is I think one of the biggest frustrations, mm-hmm. I think, for so many. And so anyone mm-hmm. here or anywhere that's got, you know, that's got I have family members who get it, um, who have gotten the vaccine and you know, anticipate getting the vaccine, but mm-hmm. my thing is do not demonize me or anyone else who takes the stand of yeah. not getting the vaccine for whatever reason. Even if you're an anti vaxxer, you're a never this, you're a never that. Well, let me be that. Okay, let me be that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, remember the
1: days when you, in America, you could just be whatever you wanted to be, and that was just you. You just make your own choices. So it looks like, you know, you make a good point that, you know, it looks like there's this, this, this plan to roll people into one mode, do right. you know exactly yeah. what the government says, right. and that's what we want to push back on, whether it's vaccine right. or any other thing right. that we don't agree with. We have a voice, and we have a bill of rights, we have Absolutely. a constitution, right. There's things that we're protected as the citizens of the United States. It gives us the ability to yeah. disagree, and right. we can disagree without being disagreeable, right? right? And so exactly. that's what we want to get to is, you know, if if, if Telly has legitimate concerns and somebody else in the Congress doesn't, great. You know, that's your life, your family, mm-hmm. you do what you want to do. And exactly. we we will we pray that nothing happens to either one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the way it works. And that's how we should be um, mm-hmm. as an American society. So anybody else want to chime in before we move to the next story? Yeah. I just
3: have a question. Yeah. I heard say something about Pfizer. is Now, because I did hear something about that they might. So So it's like, okay, so you signed up. You said you needed to take the two. So now because you said that they said that you were going to have to take the two and now, you know, went and got your second one and they think that everything is okay. Now you have to go and take the third one. So now it's like because you actually started the process of just trying to go along with it. Now you're you're already dug in. And now if you stop taking it, sound like you needed to take the second one in order to make the first one work. So now if you don't take the third one, what's going to happen? And-
4: well, well um, what, it, what it appears to be is that you have uh, varying strains of this COVID virus going around and they're making modifications on the fly. And so when they do that, they can say, hey, we can make this adjustment to cover for this particular strain. Now mind you, every time they come out with a flu vaccine, it's for the previous year. So how in the world are they gonna to try to keep up with something that changes apparently as fast as this COVID-19? I don't trust none of it.
5: Absolutely, uh, you're absolutely right because technically, guys, from a technical standpoint, it takes time. The the uh, folks that know how to do this says it takes years, folks, for stuff to come back for the results, let alone hours or days or weeks. So it's so important. But I wanna make a quick point, guys, about this. Not everybody, we've got 300 million in the United States, seven billion plus around the world. Not everybody's body's the same. Obviously, it sounds like everybody's body's the same. We don't need to take the same thing for everybody. Don't get me wrong, I'm not minimizing none of that. Everybody should make their own choice, ladies and gentlemen, but there's other methods to keep your body healthy. And that's what we want. We want you to make your own choices, but also get educated about what your body's doing, not doing. And you, of course, make the final, the, the, the final uh, decision on that. But we want you to think. That's what I'm getting at. We want you to think. That's what we were teaching our children, to think for yourself, get information and make the decision best for you. All right, America,
1: we are the People's Congress and we are bringing you information and education to empower you. And we want you to join in the conversation. You know, if you've heard something uh, already that you're like, you know what, I, I got something I want to share. Look, feel free to share it. Drop a link. You know, give us comments and, and help. If we're misstepping or making we're saying the wrong thing, let us know. You know, we want to tell people the truth. And if we have to go and retract a statement in the future, show, we'll do that. Um, because it's not just about us, us talking. We want to talk about facts. And we want to talk about truth, because that's the only way you're going to get out of the middle class is to be empowered and make it out. All right. So let's go to Adrian and talk about what's happening in the streets of Philadelphia,
3: man. All right. Governor Tom Wolf just activated the Pennsylvania National Guard. He said that they are anticipating the murder trial verdict of Derek Chauvin. And I understand we can go into the big thing, but they're anticipating to the point where everybody has now boarded up their buildings like Basically, a jury will decide whether Chauvin's actions is going to cause the death of George Floyd. We all understand that. But they're saying that because of the verdict about to come out, Philadelphia officials are just going to say, you know what, we are just preparing for this potential unrest. Like we already know that it is happening. So, yeah, I can go on for days about the fact that we can prepare for something that is happening. The reason why I wanted to bring it to the Demexit and just say, hey, guess what? We don't have to keep letting people tell us about how we are going to react to something. Come on. That's good. Let's do, let's do a little bit better. And let's go the whole opposite way. And let's prepare for the worst. Not be so naive. And be upset when things go wrong. When we already know. That things may not seem to be the way that they are. I believe if you take this approach, you don't need guards. But because we have guards, there's a reason and there's a story that says that because you see the guard, don't need the guard. Let's send the guards home because it was a waste of time. Let someone tell you that they were wrong in the anticipation of what it is. Stop telling, letting someone be, uh, stop letting the story, what are we, we, what does it say? Retroactive. We need to be proactive Proactive. and not reactive. Mm -hmm. And, And if we already can anticipate this, like I heard so many stories today of how we're just waiting on this justice to be served. And to me, it just sounded like the setup because they're already sitting here waiting on us to, to, to act up. Mm-hmm. So then that means stop telling me that it's going to be great and we're waiting for it. Let's just say, be real, be honest, be diligent and pay attention. Talk right. to your people, speak to your people. Congress, help me out because if it's mm-hmm. not happening in your cities, Philadelphia, Wake up, mindset. Yeah,
1: we are yeah. in the
3: Bible, y'all. Don't let them tell us that we are gonna run another way. That's the city that shows up in the back. I'm
1: just so saying. let me ask you a question. When's the when's the verdict supposed to come out?
3: They say supposedly Tuesday. They're looking for a Tuesday of this week, so that would be. And the funniest part is, I don't know if anybody else knows it, but Tuesday is the actual date of 420. So. Um yeah.
1: For all, of
3: say those, for, say for all for all of those that have anything to do with the cannabis of anything, 420 is a national holiday for something that we all like. Well, if you partake, you would love to do it on 420. So because of the fact that they are anticipating that this trial is gonna come out on the day where we all supposed to be lit up. Okay.
1: Look, and I'm gonna just be straight with you because we're not You're playing not games.
3: Playing into that's the National narrative. Weed Day.
1: Right? So that's National Weed Day, right? So most people who smoke weed in states where marijuana, okay, where marijuana is legalized. a matter of fact, you know, in some states is about to happen like in July. I think Virginia's gonna happen in July. Some states where that happens, where it's legalized, and even states where it's not, they know it's National Weed Day. So that is the day where people who do that will be you know partaking. And we I'm gonna just tell you right up front, you know, that's something that I don't I don't do. I used to do when I was younger, but if you think about the setup, they're trying to get the country or those people in the country, those users, on the day where they're gonna celebrate getting high, to get high and find out a verdict that may not be in their favor and not even be in their right minds to be able to react properly. Now that's definitely a setup. So just be yeah. careful. Be careful, and, and look, parents, parents in the message know where your kids are at and control your kids. I saw a black mama, when the riots happened, she went down and got her boy out the riots, snatched his tail, he didn't know what was coming. Even the people around him was like, ooh, and yes, she <laughs> snatched that boy out, out that riot. You know what and what nobody messed with the mama either. Was- nobody was- messed with the that mama. Oh, that they understood. What you say, Jerome?
6: That was in Baltimore. Mama don't play.
1: Come on now. That's, that's If you love your kids, protect your kids. That's all we're saying. If they're going to protest, be with them and help them protest correctly, peacefully, right. with their voice. Don't let them get caught right. up by these people who use them as so yeah. They don't care if your kid lives or die. They just use them, you know, to, to ad the police so they can get shot. You know what I'm saying? They don't, the
4: media does not waste time so they can parade that child through the, the street. They don't waste time. The negative. And, this, and this goes for the media, the politicians. They will use that bloodshed They're as negative. cannon
1: fodder Absolutely. for the advancement of their own agenda. Right. And, it, and it's called and, and you got to know middle classes that uh, Mexican, you need to know that we're at war. We're at war for the lives and the minds of the people in America. Yes, we are. And if you don't know that you're at war, you're going to find out fairly soon because it will come to your front door and, and it'll be too late. We're just trying to wake you up right now. We want you to be empowered and educated. This thing is happening, and there's different things that brings it out. You see different things that will start bringing out that there's an issue in the middle class, there's an issue in the world, but if you don't take the time to get educated and do something now while you can, it's going to be too late when you really want to do something. Go ahead, Adrian.
3: I just wanted to say they attempted to do it in Philadelphia before with the National Guard, and Philadelphia they really acted as if the National Guard was in a parade. And they were completely like waving. They didn't know what to do. So I can say that the first time that we saw the National Guard, they didn't even react because they were so far removed from the, the real
2: mm-hmm.
3: criminality of why the Guard was there. So, right. And the National so Guard is not our enemy. already. So, because right. Right. of the fact that they passed already, now they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's anticipate it so mm-hmm. that we can do it. So, mm-hmm. everything that mind. you guys just said is mm-hmm. right. Because, but you got to keep in mind that the National sure. Guard is not our enemy. Matter of right. fact, we a lot of them, them, them. are
1: our family members, our neighbors, right. Right? right? So, don't don't let you know whatever's happening in the world cause you to kill your neighbor yeah. or or exactly. or, fr- or friends right. and family. You know what I'm saying? We got to know that they got their own families. They're doing their job, right? So, just just be careful out there, people. All right. Before we move on, let's talk about um, how how do you think that the people can protect and get ready for this verdict that's about to come out? And I will say here, just a little note, you may be watching this uh, this show after it already happened. So just keep that in mind. We're talking about something that happened, um, that a verdict is about to come out, I think, on next Tuesday. And um, and so go ahead. We're, we're in April. Matter of fact, it's April. What's today's date? The 18th, 19th?
3: 19? 19. 19. 19. 19.
5: One of those days. Or is it 18? it's the eighteen. It's the 18th. All right. <laughs> all right. So go ahead. Where are we at? Who, who got something? I love it. Hey, real quick, guys. Uh, I, I was just chomping at the bit to get on top of this, but I'm going to use this example. I want to get your feedback on this because I was observing how do we prevent stuff from happening, like Adrian was talking about, how to prevent it getting in the setup. I'm going to use me as an example. Say, for example, I'm the head of all the organizations that are, are going to protest. One thing I did not get is a call from the leaders to come talk about the situation. I have not seen where they actually had the leaders of these organizations that are in the streets in the office trying to communicate to understand what their needs are and what their voices are as well. So when that happens, you don't communicate with me, I'm gonna engage in some things, hopefully nonviolent, of course, I'm talking about nonviolent stuff, but I'm gonna be in the streets doing my thing because you didn't give me a call about being part of the solution instead of part of the problem. So so to that point, you know, when we're at war, you know, the generals
1: sit back and the admirals sit back in their comfy little rooms, right. and they figure out what the casualty of war is going to be. There's a certain amount of soldiers they're willing to, to let die to push their campaign forward. And so that's the thing that we're seeing right now is that in America where we've never, you know, civil war was something in the history books. Civil war, I mean, like, you know, what's that? You gotta study that, right? You know, a battle in the streets. You know, people set things on fire. The only time that happens is when the team wins and the city destroys itself because they're so happy, right? Never have we seen it in this context before. This is something that's recent, but it is a strategy that they're they're now rolling out to the America and causing these reactions. And now, because the, for me, the test was this: the test was he got killed. The first riot happened. They 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 saw what happened. Now it may be a situation where they're going to try to now create another one, and that's why they're not talking. Because their people already got their marching orders on both sides. We're going to we're gonna ride like this. And the cops are like, well, we're going to do this. And the military is like, we're going to do this. So the key is for you not to get caught up in the middle of that. And your family not to get caught up in the middle of that. And the other thing is turn off the news. Because the news is not telling you the answers to the problems. They're promoting the agenda of the plan. And if you don't believe me, I will show you a video of 40 news anchors saying the exact same thing at the same time. When this thing happened, now if you think, "Oh no, it's not a conspiracy," it's not, there's no way that 40 people could say the exact same script with all the passion they have and all the concern about the people and all was ha- all of them are actors and they're paid. And you better wake up, or you're going to be caught up. Maxine, you got something?
2: I'm I'm just sitting back here thinking the same thing, Steve Stephen, because that's exactly what we talked about yesterday. It's the slow. Ripple effect, you know, and you they they want the individuals to play into it, they are setting the stage. If you haven't thought of it, they're helping you to think of it Mm -hmm. so that you can react to it. And we're sitting here telling you, don't react to it, think about it, strategize. If you want to be a part of the solution, make it what friendly, make it where you can have a voice. It does not have to always be destruction. You know, so what can you ha- advocate for the right way, doing the right things and thinking the right thoughts? Because as if I go back and start thinking about our young people, once it's on your record, oh. it's gonna affect you for the rest of your life.
1: Oh yeah. And they'll let you pillage and ride and everything. All the people that would run into all those targets and Walmarts and free TVs, they caught everyone on camera. They know who whoever, they live in the same community. They Went and rounded all of them up. They all got records now. So that's something that you really got to be concerned about because that again is a part of you know, let them let them destroy themselves. We're gonna give them the tools, we're gonna drop off all the guns, all the all the bricks. Because in the last riot, videos popped up. Bricks were being dropped off just outside the zone where the where the riots were gonna occur, and people were catching the people dropping off the bricks. Like, yo, what are you doing? Why are you dropping off these bricks here? Ain't no no, there's no bricks yeah. around here you know, and, all, and other people were doing things like, I mean, I don't even want to get into it, but there, there are people who will come amongst the crowd who has a good intention, and they will incite those who have no education to do something in the midst of that crowd to cause that whole direction to change. And when that's people get frustrated, when people get frustrated and they feel like no one's helping, they get desperate, and that's when this stuff starts happening. Marquis, what do you got? This is, see, when stuff like that happens, you got to realize it's psychological. We've
4: we as as humanity, and then broken down into the subsects of like color, religion, and yada, yada, we've all been studied. And the powers that be know what will tick off each group. Yes, And they use that to their advantage, such as all the riots that we saw last year, Mm -hmm. you know, with BLM, people don't realize that you have, those are two different groups. You have Black Lives Matter, which is the statement, and then you have the actual group. The group is a socialist network of people who who wants to tear down Western society. Yeah, but,
7: yes. I thought you were yes. talking about the black lives. I'm and, sorry. And,
3: and, they, and,
4: and maybe they look like us. Maybe they don't. But as the saying goes, every brother ain't a brother.
1: And every and sister if, ain't a
4: sister. And you gotta edge like you said, you gotta educate yourself to know what's going on because when these little psyops happen.
1: Come on, you say a big word.
4: One bad apple spoils the whole bunch.
1: Yeah. And and
4: like the lady who got shot up in DC, she didn't go there to get shot. But because she got sucked up, she now has her blood spilled all over DC.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sad. That's sad. It is sad. But that's what happens caught up. That's what happens when you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And unfortunately, when you are exercising your rights to you have the freedom to protest, you have the freedom to assemble, you have the freedom of speech. She was exerting her freedoms. And unfortunately, there were people in the crowd that caused this reaction. And she got caught up and she's a victim and casualty of that war that we're talking about. And all we're saying here, Mexico, uh, is that, look, we want you to be safe. We got to get there together. The only way to get there together is we got to be in agreement and be educated. I don't look if I'm grabbing up my family and, and my kids and we're running through, you know, whatever's happening, and I see somebody else's kids or somebody else on the ground, I'm not running past them. I'm lifting them up to get them up and moving. It's not just about me and mine. Why? Because if we fall, I want somebody to be there for us. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do right here is to be here for you in this in this issue. And this is something that is coming, you know, and hopefully, you know, and prayerfully. It won't be another ride. It won't be any more people dying. Enough people have already died since the beginning of this thing. Um, but what we want to do is make an educated decision that empowers our people all walks of life. It doesn't matter what. Look, it doesn't matter whether you black, white, green, purple, blue. It doesn't matter what color you are. What matters is that you are part of the human race. We are the same. We bleed the same. No, Everybody's blood is red. Our skin might be different colors, but you know what? We all bleed red. So we, we're all the same. And we have to look out for each other. All right. So let's move on. And uh, Vicky, did you already get a story?
8: Um, I haven't I haven't I haven't put my story out there yet. Yeah, all right. Well, this this one switch gear this switches gears quite a little bit. And right, now I need you to know that every time we have brought this up consistently, all All week long, and I I don't understand the cryptocurrency so much, but I'm gonna report on it because I want to keep talking about it. Every time I get on this panel, I learn like two, three, four new facts about this process. So you know what? I'm gonna throw in the little bit that I know and just let it roll with the panel. See what else we can learn. All right. So in in Miami, um, essentially, um, there are some officials that hope to launch a crypto task force. you know because as we are seeing you know residents can start paying um you know taxes in bitcoin um, irs is going to be able to tax cryptocurrency um, and so, essentially, um, the mayor of Miami, you know, really supports the idea of the city holding Bitcoin in the treasury and allowing tax payments um, on a citywide level for Bitcoin as well. Um, so, I think that that's, you know, we saw PayPal is, is starting to th- do the cryptocurrency. So, we're seeing on a national level now. We're seeing, you know, Miami more, you know, regional, statewide, you know, kind of thing. So, so what do we what do we think, y'all? All
1: right, all right, Congress. So, what do you, what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency? I'm I'm actually. Trying to look up the definition all right i'm gonna give you the definition I found it here we go all right cryptocurrency or crypto is a digital asset designed to work as a medium of exchange asset meaning like money or something like that a exchange where an individual coin ownership records our records are stored in a ledger existing in the form of computerized data okay so that means no more paper money it's something that is a digitized type of money uh and then that money just Actually, it's in essence, it's the same exact thing as if you work a job and you're set up for direct deposit. You never see that cash come to your hands. It goes from the business owner to your bank mm-hmm. account and you mm-hmm. never see it. It's an electronic transfer mm-hmm. of funds. And that fund, those funds sit in that bank mm-hmm. in digital form. It's not real mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. until you go and you go to the bank and do like an ATM withdrawal for your cash. But even if you don't do that, if you use your card to buy something online, you tell your bank to send electronic currency to PayPal mm-hmm. or to Amazon or to whatever the product or service you're trying to mm-hmm. buy
5: mm-hmm. and you
1: never see the money. It's all digitized. Right. They're right. trying to do a total kind of cashless environment where it's right. all digitized. All right. Thoughts on uh, cryptocurrency.
5: Oh, that's powerful, Steven. You're right on the money there, man. This is one of my favorite subjects as a technology, if you will. Real quickly, you hit it right on the head. It's all about the data, folks. And I won't give you a quick example of the one I have anyway. For example, right now we got the dollar, right? We go to the Dollar Tree. And buy something. Guess what? They don't know what I purchase outside of the receipt. They don't really know what I purchase with the dollar outside of the receipt. It's with the cryptocurrency guys, they're going to know exactly what you purchase and how much oh, yeah. you purchase, when you purchase it, what time you purchase, how much you're consuming every month, every week. I don't care if it's icicle pops to your soda pop to your uh, bathroom tissue. That's the difference, folks. They're going to track every cotton picking thing that you purchase no matter what it's for. It could be your braids, it could be my haircut, it could be stuff for my wife that I purchased. They're going to know it, actually everything in my household before I even know about it. It's amazing. That's good. That's good. So that, again,
1: we're talking about aggregating data. So when we, you know, we're always talking about AI and the advancement of AI, you know, that'll be kind of the stuff that'll be in those algorithms in terms, they're already doing it on Facebook. I mean, you, you know, I've been in media and advertising for 30 years. And so they're tracking us through our cell phones, they know what your dwell time is inside of a building that you go in, just through your cell phone alone. So there's a lot of things they're already tracking. But Kevin, you make a really good point because now they're going to know not only where you go, but what you buy, which means that from a marketing standpoint, people can buy that data and know how to, you know, send you information or put a, a pixel on your phone and follow you and give you offers that you're looking for. Um, but still, it can be used for good or bad, and that's something that we we need to know about. But it's not it's not like you can stop it. To be honest with you, because we don't control. You know, commerce, we don't control the rollout of technology in America or the world, but you can manage it. So there's ways to manage that. And we got to really look at it. But cryptocurrency is a good direction to go. Yes, yes, Adrian. What you got? I
3: I'm 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 hearing you. Now we've like Vicky said all week, we've been talking about crypto, we've been talking about how things are changing. We're talking about, like Miss Maxine said, you don't even know that things are happening until it's too late. And it's an easy, it's an easy transaction. It makes things easier. So that means we're spending more money because now it's easy to just get it. You don't have to like go somewhere or pull up the account and find the account or you could just do it. Like it's, it's it seems like it's just too easy to just spend monies that we it's really true. don't have.
1: It's true. And like, it's taking the control out of your hands. Because think about it. If you can't get to your money, then you can't control your money. I mean, what's what's to say at some point that, you know, there used to be this term run on the banks where, you know, things would happen in the world and the banks would just shut down like you can't even get to your money. But everything's electronic, you know, and if it's electronic, uh, there are things, are, there are countries whose jobs are to try to influence. To trade, you know American you know businesses and try to get to the banks to do cyber attacks so that's a concern uh, but that's something that they have to work on they have to figure out because if they do go to a total digital system, you know what, what happens if there's a national bridge shutdown, right? You know they, those are kind of concerns.
3: They are doing it. There's no such thing as what happens if they they talk about breaching this and breaching that. So you mean to tell me that everything is now breachable and because you put us in there to the point where it's our currency and you said you know what kind of toilet paper you're using i mean you have no privacy he said that he said they're gonna know how much i pay for my hair and when Mm -hmm. i get it (laughs) (laughs) they're
1: gonna know know where where, what you're doing but again it's a computer that will be doing all these calculations and we have yet to understand the implications of that but we do know by watching movies that some of that can be used very, very uh, to, to the detriment of the people uh, that, that are in the country. So. All right. So anybody else on cryptocurrency? And Vicky is trying to learn something about it, people. Let's try to give a little nugget before we leave on out. There's yeah, a- the, the problem,
4: the problem that I have with with uh, cryptocurrency is that it's very volatile. I mean, mm-hmm. I I have some I'll, I'll, I'll have to show it to you at, at another time, but I have some. Just because I like to dabble Um, in the not too distant past, um, Bitcoin was only three thousand dollars. Now it's up to fifty nine thousand dollars. If you would have gotten in at the bottom, you'd be kind of stinky rich right now. You know, so I mean, and and the predict the predictors say that Bitcoin is going to skyrocket up to one hundred thousand dollars. Do you believe it? probably not but when it happens you're going to smack yourself in the face because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you could have got on you could have got in when it getting was good
1: yeah, yeah you got to take the ats bitcoin class and now i'm going to do it for real now that we had this show i'm going to go ahead and jump in there and get that knowledge because we need to know that so that we can empower others to do the same thing and there are other things on the horizon bitcoin is just the beginning that's just the first uh that's that's the gateway uh mm-hmm. Currency, but there's Litecoin coming. There's so many different things that's coming that you gotta be educated. You gotta know what's going on.
4: Steven, I I've I've heard that Bitcoin is like Napster, because we talked about Napster the other day. Right. I heard Bitcoin is likened to Napster, and it's gonna go the way of Napster, and the one that's gonna come up in to replace bitcoin would be much cleaner much yeah. smoother and everything else and i believe that's probably either xrp or urethum i can't remember which one but i took the liberty i yeah. got Eurythium. me a little i got me a little coin so,
5: that's
4: yeah a- so when that
7: flips over i think mm-hmm. it's called ethereum i'm ethereum, sorry yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. america i have my yeah. mom in the back yeah. who in yeah. stocks yeah. So every time you're talking she's throwing out answers Hey, that's what we like. Damn. Mom's right Back there. You right. have to have her as a good guest. Point. Yeah, <laughs> Mom, yeah. Right, I mean, right here. So I'm like, yeah, Ma, let me go on mute because uh, <laughs> we're <laughs> online. <laughs> <That's
5: good. laughs> so
4: so Vicki, will, I will encourage you. Um, you don't need a lot. Just get a little and just mm-hmm. research, 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 because there's a lot going on mm-hmm. that is really not, in front of people's minds, such as what I just said, uh, uh, Bitcoin might go the way of Napster. And so you want to be on the train that's, that's going to go up. And as soon as it does go up,
1: you're going to be like, <laughs> All right, so Let's talk about this. We're going to talk about this off the air. Uh, but I do want to say right here that we might do a people's, the people's Congress Investment Club and uh, pull our resources and uh, together get in on this thing with, with Brother Marquise. Uh But yeah, that's, that's what we want to do. And we want to make sure that we're taking the time to get educated because it is Max. It's the middle class exit, and you gotta you gotta get this information through ATS. ATS is the only, is and you know what? It's gonna be the only place you can go to get as much education as possible for you and your family for less than a hundred bucks. You better get in on it before it goes up to fifty nine thousand dollars per person, like Marquis was saying. <laughs> All right, so let's jump to uh, Maxine. Maxine, what do you got? What's your what's your story? All
2: right, so the next story is Apple. 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 They have this event that's coming up in, uh, I want to say, I forgot what it was going to coming up, but it's going to be coming up soon. And what they're talking about is what are they going to be announcing? What are they going to be showing? They have like the Apple TV. You know, it's time for them to make some changes to the Apple TV. Is this one of the technologies that they're going to present at the event that's that's going to be happening? And then Air Tags. I had not heard AirTags. I'm not totally uh, aware of what that is, but it says something about is the busiest product in the rumor mill is potential debut of AirTags, a towel-like Bluetooth locator that attaches to and helps you find items such as your keys, your wallet, laptops, and even your car.
1: Tracking, we're talking about tracking people on a level you've never seen it before. I attached one of them bad boys to my kids and be like, where you go? No, you didn't. Look at the AirTag on you. I see it right here on my phone. Stop lying. So let's talk about it, people. You got to be careful. But anyway, AirTag sounds like people lose their keys. And you know what? For real, people losing their car, that's no joke. I don't know if you ever went to a concert or a place where there's like a zillion cars and you know you knew where you parked at and you had to walk around that place. You kept walking because you couldn't find your car. That's a good idea. I mean, Listen, I'm good.
3: saying
8: just 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 a parking deck for me sometimes. I'm like, what level did yeah. I leave this
1: car at? I literally turn around and take a picture of the sign, D14. Like, bam, now right. I do. Now yeah, I do. Yeah, you got to do it. That's that's how you stay safe. But um, but so are there so Apple, you know, for me, I'm not an Apple guy. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm I'm not in the in crowd for Apple, but is there anything else that they're doing that's going to be significant to the middle class?
2: Yes, the iPad the iPad pro is coming out. That's the biggie. That's the, that's the one that they're going to really drop. And, you know, all the kids are using iPads, you know, w- you know, we talked about technology and how people will what, drop tons of money to keep stay up with the technology. And we talked about our middle-class, let's put our money into some other things as self-development, helping our kids become aware, helping them to start a business. So do you really need a new iPad? Do you really all right, need so all these new technologies that that's gonna be on the iPad that you probably would never use all of them?
1: All right, so y'all, I'm telling you, my gift kicked in again. I'm telling y'all, look at this strategy. Look at this strategy. That's it, Stephen. Talk about it. About 15 or 20 years ago,
5: yeah,
1: Apple gave free laptops to schools, middle schools.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, that is so nice of them.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: And now we move 15, 20 years later. Look at how many of those kids are out for loyal. Like, I know this, I I got a laptop, Mm -hmm. I got an iPad, I got Mm -hmm. an iPhone. They're loyal because they got it for free when they started learning.
7: Mm
1: -hmm. That's the strategy. If you can get them young, Mm -hmm. get them for life. Mm -hmm. That's a marketing strategy. I'm the marketing man. So I'm telling you guys what we got to do is we got to start getting to the youth with education now to empower them now so that 15, 20 years later, they're part of the solution. Not a part of the problem. And if you think about it, ATS, and this is the the thing that hit me, ATS offers free courses. There are some courses that are absolutely free. So why don't you get to ATS, you get those free courses, take them for yourself, then send a link out to all your friends and family members. Those are all gifts, why? It's free education. Send it out to them, have them sit down with their young people and their family, their children, their nephews and nieces, and go through the courses with them because it's free, get that. And of course there's courses you have to buy on different levels, but they're all less than a hundred dollars for like a whole bundle of them. So you, look, don't trip, get educated, get connected so you can see what's out there for you at ATS. We're not joking with this thing. When we talk about, we want to empower and educate the public on the things that they need to know to be, be uh, successful in the future. That's what ATS is doing with all of these courses that we have. Yep. We'll be talking more about those courses later on. Hopefully we can even have a guest, a surprise guest. I'm not going to say who it is, but hopefully we'll have a surprise guest who will drop in on a future show and give everybody a rundown on that information <laughs> all right so let's talk about that uh, anybody have anything on apple any thoughts on apple and what they're doing
5: oh real quick guys i had to mention about that uh, i've looked it up real quickly maxine about that airpod it's basically a tracking device i think uh uh steven mentioned it this is tr- basically a tracking system and a quick example of that would be i had my phone i lost my phone a while back guys and i was able to trace it right down actually it fell off i left it on top of the car it fell off the car about maybe a mile or so from here. I didn't know where it was, but I was able to track that all the way up to where it fell off the car at. And I oh, got wow. it. wow, that powerful. So that's that the type of tracking that's coming and it's available uh, through that type of thing. So it's going to be interesting because we're not going to have a lot of controls. But what's interesting guys, is that if you steal something from my house, guess what? I'm going to know where it's at. <laughs> that's funny. Not only will you know where it's at, but the people who sold the product to you.
1: We'll know where it's at as well. So uh, you, gotta, you gotta keep that in mind. Be careful what you have have track. Uh, but we do need it on certain items, though, for real. Uh, who has something else on that? I thought I heard somebody's voice.
2: The I last, didn't, I, I the last thing I was gonna say about this is that this is gonna take place tomorrow. So you know, a butt is only gonna be on their website, YouTube, and the Apple TV. So they're gonna control it that way as well.
1: Okay, so within their community, they're gonna roll that thing out. All right, Adrian, what you got?
3: I was just gonna say, when you're an Apple, you're an Apple. When you're when you're in the eyes, you're in the eyes. So just like Miss Maxine just said about the community, they do things in their community, they will even give you broken stuff because they know that they love them that much. Like Apple will give you the broken one, the ones that have the glitches, they know that they have another one coming out, they got a nine sitting on the table, but 12 is on its way, so they know if they sell nine tomorrow, they can sell out on nine tomorrow, and then everyone will be hype about nine. They'll tell you about ten, but then tell you there's a glitch in ten, and then say they're not going to release ten, but tomorrow, next week, you'll get eleven. And they'll all buy them. So oh, you're yeah. right. Maybe, that, maybe that's how they got them from the beginning when they were kids, but there's like a whole eye community like you yep. know iRobot that thing was really real because iRobot them things is iPhones, iPads, iPods, I earbuds all of it I, 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 I. and it's just like but we just be liking to be entertained and stuff but just to hear a story like that it says tweet yeah. they're gonna do it tomorrow just for tomorrow, on their own thing. So it's like news, but not our news. It's all the privy. So we know that we're missing out on something middle class. Yeah. Y'all better stop. And y'all better stop buying them for your children because the thing do not even work. It's it like it think is no new update on that thing that they have added something new that you actually are going to use because you never used it on the last one <laughs> that's, the that's true, and that is true. A lot right there that was true they're yeah. adding it it's a new button you ain't never gonna hit it because you never hit the last one but yeah. everybody before it comes out
1: it's true my wife gets upset upset at me because when the new ones come out for we have no 10 plus and uh you know, we had the same phone. So when the new updates come, she said, did you do the update? I'm like, nope. And I'll wait to even to the next update because I don't every time I do an update, my phone messes up. and I'm like, I'm not trying to have problems with It's not broke. Why am I trying? And then they force you. And then they make glitches start happening on your phone to force you into it. But but anyway, just know what's happening out here. People, they're not about just selling your product once. They want to sell you and sell you and sell you. And If you're not buying enough apps, then they know they got to come get you because you got to buy another phone.
2: So. Listen, Steven, I can't help but to, to tie this in. You all said tomorrow is 4:20, right? Oh no, tomorrow is 4:19. Oh, yeah. Good thing they're not right. watching it on 4:20.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Be careful, people. Just, just know that they wouldn't have
3: get- got to sell. Them. They wouldn't have got to sell that day. They had to do it the day before. Because if it was 4:20, then it makes people have to make decisions, and they're not gonna make. Decision like that, so they'll get the phone before spend half of the money that they already know that they don't have, and then tomorrow on Tuesday they'll be stuck. But it's 420, so they'll be just going for it. Anyway.
1: Yeah, just look, just know that this is this is a plan that's rolling out, and uh, something I thought about was, you know, a lot of the states that are releasing all these extra funds for people, it's helping people who are desperately in need of help, and they've needed help for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we're definitely not looking down on that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there there has to be a strategy to come out of needing help. You have to figure a way to to uh, to get self-sufficient, get you know sufficient within your community. You know, I was talking with a guy today and he was telling me that he's you know, he, he's working a, a commission only job. And the last three, four jobs I heard him talk about were commission only. He never stayed. And, you know, he never really got paid. And he's like, you know, I just need a job. And I just looked at him like, you know, so, so, and I had to deal with that middle-class mentality. I said, do you just want to get paid? He was like, yeah. I said, so you want a weekly paycheck? He was like, yeah. I said, do you know there are people right now that can't even find quality employees? So you sit up here telling me a grown man, healthy, that you, you keep getting straight commission jobs. No, you get that because that's what you want. Because he said, well, I guess I could look online. I said, no, look, look, look get in your car and go knock on some doors and actual managers when you go in building can i speak to the manager please are you looking for a good employee somebody's gonna show up and work i'm your guy i guarantee you you do that one day you're gonna get hired that day because people get tired of hiring people who call in i'm sick it's on the weekend i can't come in they need people who are going to work if they're open they need workers they need honest workers they need hard workers so get out there and work and stop making excuses there's not a shortage of money it's to show the people motivated properly to get out there and get it. So stop complaining. And don't listen to people complaining. That stuff gets in you. As soon as they start talking, stop them. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I'm the wrong person for you to be talking like that. I know too much. I'm a part of Mexic. Mexic? What's Mexic? That's the middle class exit. What do you mean? We're exiting from that knowledge that you just gave me. That's dumb. We ain't doing that. We're going to lift up. We're going to go up. And we're going to get out. That's what it's about. So let's help empower other people to do just that. All right. So let's move on to <laughs> Telly rocking like the old grandma. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. I'm listening to you. All right. So let's go on to the uh to the next story. And uh, Jerome, you got it.
6: <laughs> the next story has to do with the automobile industry, folks. Uh, for those of you out there out there who may who may not be aware, there is a shortage of semiconductors in the automobile industry. Yes. And It is based in none other than China. The majority of the semiconductors that are produced for automobiles are produced in China. So guess what's been going on folks? And you don't know about this because I didn't know about this until today is that they've slowed down the manufacturing of automobiles because of the shortage of semiconductors. Sure. And so the overseas companies, as well as the companies in the US, are up in a tizzy because they can't get out as many cars as they want to get out and sell because there's not enough semiconductors. I say, what in the world? And then what goes to my brain is this because China's the major manufacturer of these semiconductors. Don't we owe them, doesn't America owe them a whole lot of money?
1: Oh, absolutely.
6: Don't we owe them a whole lot of money? Yes, we do. So now here we are, manufacturing, building vehicles, trying to make money, and the same people, we owe all this money to are in a position where, I mean, is there really a shortage out there? I don't know.
1: Oh, because not in China. They, they have it in China. There's a shortage coming to America. That's where
6: the shortage is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they are controlling it. So if they're controlling it, how do I know that there is a real shortage? And how can I prove that there isn't? Because in their country, a lot of the information on all levels, religion, business, you name it, is controlled by the government.
1: Oh yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So no, I thought that was a oh, I mean they're a communist country. I mean, you know, that's 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 what they do. So that's not, you know, they're not a democracy like America. So you really can't even look at it in that context. The other thing too is that you gotta realize something that China they're very like I said before, you know, I give a lot of props to China and India, to be honest with you. Um, but China is very strategic in what they do, they're very strategic in what they do. And a long time ago, they came over to America. And they started buying up companies and investing in stuff and lending money and doing, you know, becoming, you know, they're, they're, they're really being a good a good friend to America at the time. Um, and now we're at a place where China has become someone we've looked at as you know a possible enemy, you know, because, you know, we got hackers hacking in China from China. We got violations of, you know, different treaties that are occurring in, you know, different parts of the world. China's building islands in the middle of, you know, fairways where people are doing commerce and blocking land ports. I mean, there's a lot of things China is doing to say, look, we we about to take over. Part of that is making us dependent on them for some of the products they make. You know, that whole term made in China, that's not a joke. We've been joking. They have not been joking. When it says made in China, it means you need us. And this is one of those moments where they're saying, look, keep calling something the China virus if you want. Biden, keep messing up when we have meetings with you and saying something crazy. Like every president, they better stop messing with China. China's no joke. For every, look, for every one American, there's three people in China's army. That's just in the army alone. Yep. So they That's right. they better stop messing with China. China's not yep. playing. They're trying to tell them, look, we're gonna choke you all out right here so yep. you can get rights. Absolutely. And we need to figure that out. Either we're gonna become independent and become yep. a manufacturing station, uh, and again where we create our own products, or we're gonna continue to have this problem and China's gonna have the upper hand. All right, Congress, what do we got?
5: Hey, real quick, just looked up the number to answer the question about how much the U.S. owes China. It's probably way bigger than this, but one trillion dollars right now. Plus. Oh, we just drove you back for that. I mean, we've been doing that like almost weekly here. So oh, we got that. Oh, it's way. No, it's definitely way bigger than that, by the way. Yeah, it's way bigger than that. That's yeah. just a quick yeah. number. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Way bigger than that. But thanks for looking at up. Appreciate that fact. We're looking at facts out here. We want to know what's true. Uh, so so what do you guys think about China? Marquise? what do you got? I could never understand. And I may have said
4: this before, I I could never understand why we deal with China in the first place. I mean, I know it's the the bottom line. However, uh, I'll be 50 in August. And I remember as a child, Russia, China, enemy. What's the problem? We have uh, mayors, we have uh, governors that go over to China to shake hands to make the deal. I thought they were the enemy. We here in America have a very short view of the future. We have our future goes in four or eight year increments, while theirs, they go in 50 to 100 year increments. So just because we don't see it right now doesn't mean that it's not going to happen 25 years from now. So so we need to be very careful how we handle, I agree with you, we need to be very careful how we handle China. I suggest that we here in this group, we need to just formulate a strategy well, we can just create the stuff ourselves
1: and do away with China altogether. All right, one thing we I are about with that. One thing we are about here at mentioned is disrupting things. There you go. So, I mean, that point is, is is very valid. But to answer your question uh, as to, you know, what's this relationship between the U.S. and China? Where did that come from? It comes from cheap labor. Cheap labor. That's where it comes from? Because in America, when we were building things, we had to pay people, and we had to pay them for their expertise. And those companies started getting greedy and they said look we can't be continue paying all these employees that kind of money how can we make more more money for the stockholders and for ourselves cheap labor send it over to china send it over to india and that's part of why we are in a business in right now but the real issue comes down to greed comes down to greed if you are not investing in your own nation then how can the people in the nation rise up and be powerful one thing that china does and other nations do this africa they're, they're now getting the strategy even though we need to cover this story China has infiltrated Africa. Yeah. They have bought up land, they're building businesses and they are also other things that are happening and I'm not gonna say yet, but but there are things happening and China's just getting shored up because they're running out of natural resources. And a lot of people don't know that. 30 years ago, I started looking at that. When yeah. my son was born, I showed him a documentary and they were showing that China is running out of natural resources because right. there's like so many, chi- uh, Kevin, look it up, how many, how many people are in China? So yeah. well, there's so many people in China that they don't have all the food they need, all the water they need, all the gas. They they don't have everything they need. They're very smart, but we don't have it. Let's go buy it. Let's go make friends with the people that got it. So now they're over in Africa doing exactly the same thing until America, until the middle class who has the power, by the way, we are the people until we get together and say, look, as a strategy, we're only going to buy from ourselves. Why? Because it's called group economics. If it's needed and we need semiconductors, well, you know what? Adrian and Vicky, why don't y'all go start a company and all of us invest in it and then we'll buy it from you. You see what I'm saying? That's the strategy. Is how do we empower our people to give us what we need so that we do not have to be
5: in um, dependent on anyone else outside of ourselves? All right, Kevin, what you got? Yeah, real quickly, guys, uh approximately 1.5 billion folks on the planet over there. 1.5 billion and 7 mm-hmm. billion people on the planet,
1: right. 1.5 billion of them live in China.
7: Right. All right.
1: China was growing so fast, they had to limit their people to having one child per couple. That's right. Okay, that tells you something about the population. So, you know, there's a lot of things we can learn from that. We're not going to be able to cover it all today, but we are beginning to get into that story, which is important. We want to get into these facts because it impacts what's happening in the middle class. So we're going to be able to use that and and empower our people. So, all right, Kevin, you you got it. What's your next story?
5: Oh, thank you so much, guys. This is good stuff, guys. Y'all give yourself a hand. This is good stuff, man. I know that. Man, I tell you, we got to talk about this. Just because of the time, I'm going to just break these down real quick. Three top middle class issues. Woo, we talking about the middle class now. I love it, man. Real quickly, I'm going to give you the titles first, and I'll come back to the uh, quick topic there. Slowing Grow, Growing Wages, Slowing Grow Wages, Surviving Paycheck to Paycheck, and then soaring health care costs. And Steven, I want to take one at a time because of the time, mainly, so we can stop. We have to go through all of them right now. But anyway, real quickly, guys, the US has experienced one of the longest running bull markets in its history. Yet, yet, 40% of Americans recently said they couldn't cover an expense of $400. Come on now, $400. They couldn't cover something happened where they needed $400. Oh, mama mia. So we're talking about that. Even as the White House boasts about creating the strongest economy in decades with record low unemployment rates, financial markets reaching new highs, many middle-class Americans say they feel left behind or find that they are having to run harder to stand still. Mm. Smolly. That is incredible. So the first topic area is slowing growing wages. Real quickly, the middle-class families... uh, uh, Without high returns of investments and so forth, don't keep up with the cost of living. Middle class families generally feel the impact the hardest. We already know that. That's the first part of that. Slow growing wages, Stephen. Amazing. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it. Congress. Let's talk about it. How do we feel about
1: that, Maxine?
2: Well, you know, I did a, a study about probably about a month or so ago. And I did it ba- basically to understand what are the wages as far as the dollar? And when it comes to minority, especially black women, African-American women, they make 75 cents to that $1 of a mm-hmm. white man, 75 cents. The white woman makes 81 cents. The black man makes 85 cents. Mm-hmm. So that shows right. you right there. that slow and grow. Mm-hmm. It starts even when they are paying them their salaries. Now, when we start looking at that diversity and inclusion, we feel that they are promoting, what, African-American women in these high positions. But what we don't know is, are they paying them the money?
1: Right, point. Are they the getting
2: point. the salary along with those titles?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. So uh, who else has something? Oh, Jerome, you got something?
2: No, I was just saying,
6: damn. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I saw you unmuted, so I didn't know what you was going to give up. All right. So uh, what do got,
3: Adrian? I just have a question because that is true. Yeah, damn is right. Because uh, the truth of the matter
2: mm.
3: is, right about now, has it changed? Like within the last year and a half, I say to be to be black in America, like it seemed like it seemed like everything changed as of the the, the middle of twenty twenty. I'm not sure it when went. the switch happened. I'm just. By her saying what she said, I'm just asking is, I mean, this is a middle class, maybe thought just sitting around the house, just like, damn, they did another one. It's another one here today. Does it seem like we're winning all of the awards? We're doing everything. It's just great to be black right now. But you might not like on that front. It's great to be black. We're winning the awards. We're doing all of these things. But now that you just made it, Say like that, you mean to tell me that we're getting the promotion, but we're not getting the money? Hmm. Oh, yeah. So are yeah. we are we excited about being promoted?
1: That's how that's how you fool ignorant people. Okay, there's a thousand people of the same family group in a room and they're pissed off because they feel like they've been taking the of. job. Mm-hmm. And the people outside mm-hmm. the room say, you know what, before they come in here and kill us, we got to do something. So when they come up with mm-hmm. a plan, we're gonna take the oldest in the group. And we're going to promote them and give them something as an award for standing up for what they believe in. They come into the room, they take take the the top five voters. Not only are we going to give you an award, but we're going to give you some money because we appreciate what you're doing. And I tell you what, pick a couple of people in the room, too, that you think deserve some stuff. We're going to give something to them. They've only affected 10 people in a room of 1,000. Everybody calms down. Grandma, grandpa got an award. They got some money. Oh, this is great. That's what they're doing. It's that bait and switch. Hey, we're giving you something, and we're taking some over here. That's that strategy. And unless all people rise, then no one is really rising, right? And that's what we got to look at: is 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 how is it being, how is it affecting the world? And this is something that I said about when it comes to white people, it becomes a black people in the diversity issue. As soon as this thing happened, it's a strategy to divide to divide us. And people were saying there's not enough black people on these boards and in these executive teams. You put some black people in there. And my first name was like, shut up. You don't even know what you're talking about. That's not what needs to happen because that doesn't change the culture. That puts a token person in a position where they have no power and no say. It changes nothing. I said, what you got to do is you got to do diversity training from the bottom to the top. And people need to earn their way into every position. Don't give nobody nothing. Why would you take a position from a white man or white woman that's been doing their job effectively and efficiently and they know what they're doing? Why would you just take and just put a person of a different color in this spot? That's just as wrong as the other thing. You can't do that. Two wrongs don't make a right. I told I told one group of executives, I said, what you do is if you have a qualified black person, male or female, that you're considering to join your team because of diversity, then bring them on and create a similar position. Vice president over one region, vice president over another region. They have exactly the same power, exactly the same pay. And they both got to prove themselves. That makes the company stronger. That's how you do that. You don't just get position and title and no money, because then you're not really solving the problem. You're actually now making the problem even worse because people think they're rising when they're not. They're actually pushing down people from joining in in the issue. All right, Congress, what do we got in the last remaining minutes? What do y'all think about that?
7: I do Mm -hmm. have just a point. I I have a point. Like what (laughs) to the point was Adrian said about like last year, there just being this rise of. Blackness, why did it take so long, honestly? I mean, at that point, like, why did it really take so long? And as as, as you mentioned, it's now people are doing it, I feel like, out of pressure. It's not because you actually, not because you actually care, (laughs) not because diversity is really a thing, but it's just, you're just doing that to propagate diversity. And I mean, so all of a sudden, seeing all of these Black people this, Or even, like, on certain um, career websites, they have, like, these little hashtags. I mean, we talked about it earlier, about, like, with Black Lives Matter, just relegating things to Black Lives Matter, promote Blackness. Why did it take you so long? Then all of a sudden, y'all all all do it at the same time, and that's supposed to make me, you know what? My Blackness is feeling really fire right now. I'm feeling, like, such, so black. Like, I'm just really happy. I don't feel any of that. Like, because at that point, I know you really don't care. It's just all mm-hmm. about the dollar signs. Has That's anybody seen that video, that viral video about where the money resides? Because it's really that, like, where the money resides. Like, you're not, it's not about, like, really promoting from within and seeing that there is a pro- a, a problem. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, okay, they're doing it. We're going to do that, too. Get that done right away. Like, it's. It's, it's, not, it's not. it's not. You're not trying to, you're not fixing the problem.
1: It's called virtue signaling. Virtue signaling, Completely. they're just joining in on the issue and Completely. they're not changing anything.
7: Completely, like these hashtags, what am I getting with a hashtag? Nothing. Not, <laughs> am I just reduced to a hashtag? Yeah, I but if, you, if you're
1: sure. going to fix the problem- To a, a, a mug? To answer your question on the front, the first question you said, why did it take so long? When you own something, you can do what you want with it. Yep and if what right. you own acts up because something they feel like they don't have something, exactly. that's the only time you need to address that issue. Exactly. And the other time you own them, they're fine with their place, you're fine with yep. your place. Yep. So it just will so happened that the people who were being affected got so pissed, they started burning everybody's stuff up. Now we got to answer it, now we got, but exactly. guess what happened? As soon as the fires went down and the people went away and went home, now we're back to the streets painted with Black Lives Matter but ain't no black lives really really exactly. matter
7: No community development. Same so, stuff right. still happening. What am I supposed to skip down the yellow brick road, or excuse me, the yellow painted street? Like, come on.
1: Right. That's not that doesn't change the issue. Matter of fact, even the Black Lives Matter, um, the people who own them are now under fire by their own people mm-hmm. with misappropriation of funds and stuff like that. Exactly. Which we can get into in the later show. But but yeah, closed so closed. that 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 issue has not changed. Black people are still being hurt and be honest with you, all people. Black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, everybody is still being hurt. The Black Mm -hmm. people are just the ones targeted right now. So we got to rise as a people. It's not about color. Mm -hmm. It's about our character. Mm -hmm. Who are we as a people? Mm -hmm. That's what's going to change where we're going. All right. And the Um,
7: community.
2: And the community. Absolutely. Don't forget about the community.
1: Yeah. 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 If if somebody's in a community that is white and they're being uh, hurt, you got to jump up. I don't care what color you are. You got to deal with that Why? because it may be you tomorrow. Absolutely. You know I'm saying? So stop tripping and then let the other people get hurt. We all got to join in this thing together. That's the only way we're going to get there is together. Absolutely. All right. So we're at the end, close to the end. Let's go around and do our closing thoughts, closing stories. We do have just a little bit more time. So let's start with Vicki uh, and then we'll go around to the rest of the group. Vicki, you got
8: it. All right. So um taking another kind of left turn. Um, I saw Uh, Today or yesterday, actually, three astronauts returned from the International Space Station. Um, So that is a very, very cool thing. We uh, Three people had been up since mid-October 2020, just came all the way back down successfully.
1: Okay. All right. Well, glad to hear that. That's a good thing because that doesn't always happen. All right. Next is misunderstood, Adrian. Look at that. It
3: doesn't always happen, but thank God that it did.
1: That's right.
3: (laughs) I would say... There's a story, but we're gonna have to hit this another time because what's going on in Philadelphia with this nerd street with this nerd street gaming. Now, you know, we have to dedicate some time to gaming because the gaming is this new thing. I would just say that it they decided they are coming to North Philadelphia, they okay. come straight to the heart of the hood and they're in. It is it's open for everyone that's gaming, but I think the youngest is like six years old. I'm sure, so they get this, paid. Is, yeah, I'm telling you, and because of the fact that we already know that a hey, the ATS is doing the same thing, so oh. if you are involved with the ATS, you can start to start your children off early in the gaming and coding and everything else. But I just want you to know if you're in the city of Philadelphia, Nerd City. Is Going down Broad Street.
1: Yet another reason to go to ATS and check out the courses online. We do have classes to teach coding, and we are definitely getting into the gaming arena. And you want to get on the ground floor? We can help you do that. All right, Maxine, you got
2: Peloton. Peloton. You know everybody's wanting the treadmill, and they wanted the bike, the bicycle. Well, they're resisting the federal recall because of the treadmill is tied to a child's death. And so you have to be very careful with those children being around any treadmill, not just Peloton, but any treadmill. And so they're resisting it. Why you think they're resisting it? One of the reasons is because the the actual cost of a Peloton right now is running about forty nine four thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. But in another two to three weeks, they're going to be rolling out one that's twenty four fifty, half the price. And if they have to recall what they already have out there, what do you think is going to happen? Well, that's going to hurt them. Right? They're not going to want to purchase these new ones. So that's why they're resisting the recall.
1: Yeah, I understand that just from a business standpoint. You know, any product ever made can kill somebody. So, you know.
2: But what's the recall? What was the recall? The kid got on it and did
3: what?
1: A child died.
2: The kid goes underneath it. It depends on the, the, uh, the size and the age of that oh, child. Yes, and oh, so yeah. it right,
1: oh, takes a all right. It's a tragedy. Our heart, heart goes out to the family, but you know, it's up to parents to be responsible for everything in their home. Everything, everything. in their home can yes. hurt their children, so they got to be on that. Marquise, you got. It.
4: I'm going to ride with Vicky on this one. Um, I'm. I, I love the whole idea of going to space, coming out of space, surviving in space. I'm a big space guy, and when I was in the military, I was stationed at Fort Bliss, Texas. And one of the most awesome sights I ever seen was the space shuttle being piggybacked on a 747. It banked over my head and it was so close, it seemed like I could have threw a rock and hit it. Mm. And and I, I was awestruck. And so I bring that forward because we need a sense of wonderment. Even as adults, we still need to keep that childhood wonderment. Mm. Um, I'm I, I, I'm such I'm so childlike. When I was in South Texas in the oil fields, I would stop on the side of the road to take pictures of flowers. <laughs> I mean, really, really. Yeah. And and I would say to everybody, we we really need to bring back innocence and a childhood curiosity about life, about yeah. living, That's about true. nature, about one another. And um, we we probably all needed just to just to do a reset, Come on. and just um, and 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 that's all I wanted to bring forward, man. Because it's life is too short not to enjoy something.
1: All right, Marquise oh, is in the center square, controlling the narrative. We appreciate that, brother. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I'm all I'm down with the sense of wonder for everybody. All right, they say you Givertelli. can't get in.
3: You can't get in unless you childlike. That's what they say.
1: Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah, they did that first one. All right, you got it. All right, let me tell
7: you, you got it. So there is a major deficit in New York City restaurants. There is a worker shortage. There are a number of eateries that are being affected by the lack of help. Um, several owners have come forth and said that they have to either shut down operation completely or they have to reduce their hours greatly. One owner complained that... Um, He reached out to a fellow business owner who had contacts of over about 200 to 300 people, and not one person responded because um, a lot of people in New York are still collecting pandemic unemployment, um, and there's just no real push to really want to go back, um, especially maybe not in the restaurant business. So there's a lot of changes happening in New York City. The heart of the city is small businesses. Yes, there's upscale. Um, upscale shopping, but there are so many restaurants that are often enjoyed by the locals that probably won't be open or may be open at reduced hours. So a lot of- Oh, change. I wish we
1: had that story on the inside, man. This Boy, I got something for that right
7: there. Cause yeah. you know what,
1: let me let me tell you real quick solution because you, the, gift, the gift kicked in again, but this is a solution. I own a pizza shop, Marquise owns a pizza shop and Maxine owns a pizza shop. <laughs> Our employees are tripping. You know what we're gonna do? We're going to shut down two stores. We're going to make one store. We're going to do a DBA, a uh, DBE, and we're going to have together our workers work. Now, now we might individually not have enough workers, but collectively, we got enough. And we'll build one brand, and we'll launch it from there. But but going out of business when you got that much knowledge, that much experience, and some people willing to work, the only thing that's not that, that needs to change is that the, the owners need to stop thinking about me and mine and start thinking about we and ours. How do we save business? How do we keep this thing going in our community? Because the people want the food. It's just the workers aren't doing what they need to do, right? Mm -hmm. And then slowly build it. And once you get that one solid, open up another one together. Open up another one together, right? So there's there's always a solution, but you got to come together when things get hard. You can't be an island to yourself because you will die. All right? So let's move on to Kevin. Kevin, you got it. Last few minutes.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Thank you so much. Y'all just taking some notes. Hey, guys, I got to give you a quick uh, example of this real quickly. I'm getting ready to go online right now. I'm going to order something, say a new webcam. Guess what? The next thing I want, I want it at the door in five seconds. The supply chain is that mission critical, ladies and gentlemen, people wanting stuff on demand. So guess what? The supply chain rapid response will be mission critical but what I want to mention to everybody for everybody is the fact that this is going to be an opportunity for us. So real quick, the covid effect has basically shown that the supply chain, that means everything purchased pretty much goods, services, and products is is at, you know, a concern. So we know about that. Guess what? We don't have a plan, and we didn't have a plan, and we may not have a plan now for a worst-case scenario. What happens if something else happens again like this, not the covid thing, but something else that shuts down half the planet. Again, what are we going to do about that? And lastly, ideas for reducing costs at minimal demand is high. So that means there's opportunity, guys, for us to figure out how to solve this solution. The supply chain's got to be fixed. Folks want their stuff on demand. I just ordered something. I want it right now. I want y'all ringing the doorbell in five minutes so I can get that item. Powerful. So we got to look at the supply chain opportunity to make sure our customers are
1: happier. All right, good point. And you know, when it comes down to it, when you think about supply and demand, that's an opportunity for somebody to help out with that when it comes to logistics. If you got any ideas around that, look, hit us up at ATS. We might help you facilitate that idea. We're all about empowering people that's trying to help people. All right, what you got Jerome?
6: I have to piggyback with Mr. Kevin. All right. Um, One of the things that we've been been talking about uh, with these last few meetings, has to do with us being educated and coming up with a game plan, talking about that mindset. I think that's so critical. Um, And when we were talking about the kids earlier today, one of the things I thought about is we don't have to know the latest and the greatest. We don't have to be the smartest in the room, but our kids look to us as heroes. Our kids look to us as those who they rely on. And if we're engaged in their success, that means so much. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the information, we can go find it. We can Google it. We can we can network. But we, we, we've we got to let our kids know how important they really, really are. And I think we need to do a better job of that. So Kevin, thank you for really pushing that about education and coming up with a game plan. I think that's
5: critical. I, I got that from vaccine and, and Steven. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Look,
1: and uh, next on our next show, you want to be here because we're going to be talking about something very important uh all of this is important but jerome has a lead-off story and i'm gonna go ahead and give it to him that uh the six is the six things six things with, yes go ahead, if you've
6: you you? got a thousand dollars in your checking account there's six things that you can do to put you in, in an advantage six things come up in our in our next uh mexican uh get together
1: yes all right this is the people's congress and look we want to keep you informed and empowered and inspired. And we look to see you on the next show. We'll see you the next time.